Welcome, everybody. You're watching the Odds Brothers, November 4th, episode number 29 of the Odds Brothers podcast. Plenty of things coming on today's show. Unfortunately, the Eagles won, so I'm not going to be able to talk a lot of crap today. Cowboys huh. are off, so I definitely will be wearing this jersey on Monday as well. And, of course, watch out. Nebraska's playing again. Who will Mark pick in that game against Minnesota? Stay tuned. <laughs> Hit it. <laughs> Welcome to the Odds Brothers Podcast, coming to you from the Bentley Sportsbook inside the new Southland Casino and Hotel. Follow the Odds Brothers Podcast on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, Google, and YouTube. Today's show is presented by Bentley Online Sportsbook. Download the Bentley Online state-specific sportsbook app today from the Google Play or Apple App Stores. Now, here are the hosts of the show, Moneyline Mark... I'm not a smart man. And point spread shame. Looks like I picked the wrong week to quit sniffing blue. Oh just, boy, that, that never gets old, does it? Just mimic it one time. Go ahead and try it. What's that? <laughs> the little uh, screenshot there. Oh, what was that? How did I know? <laughs> Is that how it went? Sure, close enough. It went close. Well, anyway, welcome, everybody. We are broadcasting live from the Bentley Sportsbook inside Southland Casino and Hotel. Shows live every Monday and Friday right around noontime. Uh, Come out and join us. We're still looking for some average Joe spots to fill if you'd like to pick uh, the NFL games against us for your chance to win at a minimum a T-shirt and at a maximum up to $50 in food and beverage comps here inside the casino slash hotel. I think folks are scared to play against us. That might be. I think so. I, I heard such a thing. Yeah, they're like, well, we can't yeah, win anyway, so why bother? I think you get was a that, free T-shirt. <laughs> I think it was Derek Allen's ultimate one point he scored last That's week. That's right. That was sweet. It, it's not a, that tough. So I can <laughs> almost guarantee you can do better than that, folks. Uh, the sign up, you get a shirt anyway. Uh, Mark's been on fire. Usually, I'd say you at least win twenty-five dollars in food comp, but yeah, uh, but not, not lately. Not lately. No, he's been, sir. He's been hammering that away there uh, with a fiver and a six spot here the last uh, two Look weeks. Look out! I'm on fire. That's right. Speaking of looking out, if you have not done it yet, and you're in Arkansas or Tennessee, sign up for that Bentley uh, mobile app, and uh, we have two hundred and fifty great reasons why. Mark, why don't you tell them about that? That's right. For all you first-time betters, to the mobile app or the website itself, get online. Either one, website, mobile, Arkansas, Tennessee, make your first bet, $25 up to $250. Minimum odds must be minus 250 or greater. And if your first bet is a loser, you will get that back in a free bet. That's all it takes. Just take a little bit, lose, bet on like the Nebraska Cow or the Nebraska Cornhuskers. Sorry, I bought said Nebraska <laughs> Cowboys. Nebraska same thing. Cowboy. It is not the same thing. <laughs> record will tell you that alone, my friend. Oh, man. Good stuff. But, yeah, good take advantage. Stuff. You can sign up for an account in each state, and that $250 offer applies in both. So if you're close enough to the border, let's say, uh, why not take advantage of Nick's money? He's been giving That's it right. out he, all year. Yeah, he loves to give it out. All right. So there you have it on that. Uh, also, World Series uh, Game 5. Game five. It was a good game it, yesterday. It was a good game. They're heading back to Houston, I hear. Yeah. So yeah. We'll, we'll talk a little more about that as well. Um, but before we get underway, like we do every week uh, on a Friday, we are going to turn around and get you your top 25 college 
uh, action this weekend. Make some picks with a special guest from the High Risers that will uh, meet here in just a second, and then we'll go over NFL. And once again, the the pick six game is in effect. So, yeah, uh, for the pick six. Yeah, you want to meet our contestant today? From yeah, the let's do. All right, this is probably the most scenic shot we've gotten in three weeks of the High Risers. <laughs> let's welcome everybody. How you doing, Richard? I'm good. How are you guys? Good. So Excellent. let's just uh, make sure you in Miami, I would take it. I'm actually in West Palm Beach, which ah. is like an hour north, an hour north of Miami. So I, I commute to work. Uh, they're lucky I love this job. So no complaints. <laughs> I've, I used to live in West Palm Beach for four years. I actually lived in an apartment complex south of the International Airport. Uh, boy, that was early 2000. So I'm trying to remember the uh, name of the road. But uh I had to go around that damn airport to get to work every day and I travel I-95, and it's no fun in that neck of the woods. Plenty of people. Not fun. But the weather <laughs> look, the weather probably looks pretty good there. It looks like it's sunny. Yes, very sunny. It's beautiful out, just really hot as per usual. We don't get a winter <laughs> or fall. So. Uh, the people in Maine are probably jealous right now. We'll see. <laughs> Uh, lots of first snowfalls happening uh, this weekend in the northern part of the country. I'm not jealous. Let's put it that way. Mm. All right. So here we go. Uh, be ready, Richard. We're going to go with these uh, sweet treats and bad beats. And what we'll do when we get uh, oh, right. to the end of this thing, uh, on the sweet treat, we'll try to guess how much it did pay. And then on the bad beat, how much it would have paid and see who comes closest. I've been getting a little better these years, but I still tend to overshoot these uh these payouts, like I'm, I'm on Nick's budget or something. Oh, well, I got I a good one today. <laughs> Do you? Oh, I got a good one today. All right, man. You, you let me know when you're ready about that. I'm ready. You ready? Yep. Go ahead and kick that. It is now time for Moneyline. Mark to dig deep into his brain. This is literally the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And give you sweet, sweet treats. Ding, ding, ding. What do we have for Johnny? And bad beats. Oh, that didn't pan out. In the world of sports betting. Uh, all right uh mark go ahead we'll try to, to go i know uh, richard said he's having trouble hearing you which i'm not quite sure why that'd be you're coming through our board loud and clear but all right let's hit it for the uh sweet treats and bad beats first the sweet treats sweet treats so we have a guest that bet 110 dollars 110 bucks on right. a seven leg parlay seven leg that's right oh my goodness and oh. this had to have hit and uh, had to have hit to be a sweet treat. had to have hit and right. this, these bets were made uh, on Saturday, 1029. All right, give them, give them to us. All right, we got the Tennessee Volunteers money line at minus 375. Oh, my, oh okay. Michigan Wolverines money line. Oh, good Lord. Okay. Are you ready for this? Yeah, minus 10,000. At minus 2,500. Okay. That's right. This guy really went on a limb so far. All right, go ahead. I'm not sure what that's supposed to be. UCLA money line. I think okay. I got an extra abbreviation in there. I'm not really sure what that's about. <laughs> At minus 800. Oh, sure. Okay. Sacramento State Hornets money line. Wait a minute. We offer that? Yeah. Sacramento State? Yeah. Okay. And, and at minus 500. Okay. Indiana Pacers money line. All right. And that was at plus 450. Oh. Oklahoma City Thunder money line. Okay. At plus 400. Okay. And the under at 233.5 points of the Golden State Warriors versus Charlotte Hornets. And that was at minus 110. Minus 110. So That's right. There's your seven-legger here. Did, did, uh, did Richard uh, get all that? You get all that, Richard? You get all those? 
I did not. All right. All right. So here's what we got here. It was this $110 yeah. seven-leg parlay. We had Tennessee. They took the money line on the Volunteers football game at minus 375. They took the Michigan Wolverines over Michigan State, I think they played last week, and beat the crap out of them. They were minus 2,500 on the money line. UCLA, UCLA Bruins minus 800 on the money line. Sacramento State, whoever the hell that is, they took them at minus 500. Uh, Indiana Pacers, they actually took it plus 450 on the money line. Oklahoma wow. City Thunder plus 400 uh, odds on the money line. And then the under 233 in a game, uh, NBA game for minus 110. So you had a lot of heavy favorites thrown in with a couple of decent long shots there. Um, and it was $110 seven-leg parlay. What do you think that would have paid those are drastically different odds good for him uh, we got heavy favorites like you said and very heavy underdogs and then we got an even um you said 110 dollars, right that is correct yep i'm gonna hover around the 25 to 35 to 1 range um i'll go closer to the 35 and i'll say it paid Let's go with 3,800. 3,800. All, right. All right. That's the first one. The, uh, right. I'm going to go just a little higher there. Uh, I wasn't going to, but there's a couple of plus 450s, 400 there. Yeah. Let me, let me give uh, 4,800 a try, Mark. 4,800. The actual retail price of this ticket, 10000 Oh, my God. Two hundred. And seventy dollars. Ten thousand two hundred and seventy dollars with, with, with a minus twenty five hundred in it. Yeah. And a minus eight hundred in it. Yeah, buddy. You, are you sure the systems are working well down there in Miami, <laughs> Richard? They seem to be working fine, unless you get oh. two heavy underdogs. <laughs> I guess, man. I would. I wasn't even. I was thinking at first it was about seventy five hundred, and then I, I brought it down a little bit. I still would have been way under. Mm. All right. Well, congratulations yep. on that one. They uh, they get a couple of these. I'll be the money! Uh, or maybe not. Let's try it one more time. I'll be the money! There you go. And one for every five grand. Congratulations, whoever this lucky person was that picked a lot of favorites and then threw a couple long shots. Nailed that baby. One ten for ten grand. I'll take that every day. Oh, well, you're ready for this one. All right, here we go. Here's the bad beat one. You should re re uh re say everything I, I say. All right, here. I'll, so, I'll, so, I'll so Richard can hear it. All right, you here do we like go, a little Rich. echo replay. Ready? I'm ready. Here's the bad beat. All right, so guest bet one thousand dollars. One thousand dollars on a ten leg parlay. Oh my goodness, on a ten leg parlay. So you're gonna tell me he missed just one of these legs, right? That's what I'm telling you. Oh, here we go. On Sunday, eleven two games. All right, Sunday games. Last Sunday. Here we go. Miami Heat money line. Took Miami Heat money line. Yeah, minus right? one eighty. Minus one eighty. All right. Memphis Grizzlies money line at minus 210. The Grizzlies money line minus 210. The Dallas Mavericks money line at minus 250. Dallas Mavericks minus 250 on the money line. Toronto Raptors money line at minus 270. Minus 270 on the Raptors money line. The Bucks money line at minus 550. Bucks money line minus 550. The Los Angeles Clippers money oh, line no. Clippers. minus 220. Clippers money line minus 220. The Atlanta Hawks money line. Atlanta Hawks. Plus 115. Plus 115. Wow, okay. Chicago Bulls money line at minus 230. Bulls minus 230 on the money line. The Lakers point spread. Oh, Lakers spread, all right. At minus 110. Minus 110, all right. And, and then the nice. game that he lost, the Boston Celtics money line. Oh, the Celtics. At minus them. 120. 
And they lost in overtime, 113-114. to 114. So the Celtics was the last game he needed at minus 120. Not only did he not hit it, but it went into overtime. And who were they wow. playing? I don't know. Probably somebody. Well, it was minus 120, <laughs> so it wasn't somebody real patsy, but still. All right, so he had nine out of ten legs. Well, A lot of these were favorites, and in some cases heavy favorites. And the one favorite that you didn't think he probably had to worry about, I would have worried more about the Lakers winning than the uh, – or he took the spread, I guess, in that yeah, one. Yeah, he took the still, spread. The Celtics. He, he took the Hawks straight up, and they were the they were the underdogs. All right, Richard, one thousand dollars on a ten leg parlay. It would have paid, in your estimation. Uh, first of all, I want whatever job that guy has for a thousand dollars on that <laughs> ten leg parlay. Excellent. Um, but gosh, ten legs. Um, you don't see that much. Uh, I'm going to maybe overshoot, but like you said, there was a couple underdogs in there. Um, we're going to go with $92,000. $92,000. Wow. Yes. Uh, whoops. What's That's that? A, that was a green screen because huh. that guy lists out a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go that this would have played paid triple digits. I would have said it would have been like Mm, one one ten. One ten. I like that guess. One ten. All right. The actual retail price of something he didn't get would have been eighty two thousand eight hundred and twenty three dollars. Oh, nice, Richard. <laughs> you you win both showcases. Ding ding ding, what's he get? Nothing. Yeah. What was it? eighty two thousand dollars. Oh wow. And change. Yeah. yeah. So that's pretty good. That's real good. That was a good guess. Man, and he almost had it too. Almost had it. Almost had it. That there. is big. All right. Well, thanks, everybody. That's your sweet treats and bad beats for this week. And uh, we're getting ready, I think, Mark, for the top 25 in college this year. Is that this what week? we're doing, top 25? Yeah, sure. Okay, there we go. Yeah, we're ready, Paul. Uh, you ready? Yeah. All right, here we go. We got a game tonight, actually. And since we're doing the recording before the game, let's hit this thing. Uh, Oregon State, number 23. Welcome to the rankings, by the way. You're at Washington. They used to be ranked uh, six and two on the year for both squads. Washington at home, though, is favored over this ranked team by three and a half. I, that, there's that damn hook. And 54 and a half is the over under. Initial thoughts, uh, Mark, who do you like in this uh, in this game? I'm going to go Washington because I think that they will uh, get ranked again once they beat Oregon. They're playing yeah. at home. Yeah, I'm going with I'm going to go with the home team. Yeah, I like uh, I like Washington here at home as well. It's a tough place to play up there. Um, Oregon State, I know they got a pretty good defense. I'm still questioning the offensive firepower of that squad, and uh, I think that road game is a little too tough for them. I think they fall here by probably somewhere 7 to 10 points would be my initial guess. What do you like, Richard? Um, Shane, you're going to like this. Oh. Uh, Washington, they actually lead the, uh, lead the country in passing yards a game at 379. Michael Penix Jr., lefty. They're a little crafty. Um. He's playing very, very well for this Washington offense. And like you said, um, Oregon State has a very, very, very good defense. But their splits home and road are drastically different. Uh, where at home, they give up 16 points a game. And then when they go on the road, like they are in Washington, they give up 33 a game. Ooh -ooh. So I love Washington to, to hum on all cylinders on offense. Give me the three and a half. And I think... Like you said, they saw, they win this game, one, two touchdowns, and I don't think that's a problem for them. 
Nice. So all of us are on the old Washington Huskies. It sounds like here. That's uh, no problem. I gotta get. I gotta. I gotta get down to Miami. Figure out what exactly it is that where you guys get all your stats because you guys oh, are just filled with these it. high risers are loaded with. Stats. I'm telling you. That's what I'm telling you. <laughs> that's the value here today. All right. So that's your Friday game. Let's get into your Saturday contest here uh, with number two Ohio State, eight and zero. Oh. Uh, they're on the road to Northwestern. I don't care. Uh, they could be at home. They could be over in Ireland somewhere. This looks like an ass whooping to me. But Ohio State, 38 and a half point favorites, over under 56 and a half. And just keep this in mind. And I'm a Hawkeye fan, so I can say this <laughs> with absolute certainty. If the Hawkeyes can hang 30 on Northwestern, if Ohio State even wants to, they should be able to hang 80 on oh. them. And that's not the line, though, Mark. Uh, and I know which way you're going because yeah, you're going with the undefeated teams all the time. Undefeated back. teams. So Ohio you're, State. You're going Ohio State laying they the 38 cover. and a half. They cover. Yeah, you know, and for me, they should cover easily. And let uh, they, this should be, this should be somewhere in the neighborhood of 52 or 59 to maybe 10 if they let them score 10. So you think it's over as well? I, it's it's over almost by Ohio State themselves. Then that, that's if they keep their foot on the gas. Uh, they right. tend to not do that necessarily uh, third and fourth quarters. And if they're smart, you're getting so close to the college playoffs that you shouldn't be keeping your starters in when you're already up 45 and 49 and 50 points. But they've been playing guys all the way into the fourth quarter, blowing people out. So we'll see. What do you think, Richard? Um, this game, it's ugly. It's Northwestern one win um, this entire year. It wasn't even in the United States. <laughs> oh, yeah, um, I forgot. Oh, and guess who it was against? Mark will love this. Uh, Nebraska. Nebraska. Mark's favorite team, Nebraska. Yeah. So it's very, very ugly. Like you said, this line, um, it should be somewhere around 50. But what I will say is the weather at Northwestern, it's supposed to be ugly. We got sustained winds around 20 miles an hour and gusts up to 40 and 50. So the passing offense for Ohio State might not be there. And Northwestern, they got blown out by Wisconsin, but Wisconsin actually beat them um, throwing the ball. Graham Mertz had an amazing game. But with this win, I'm just going to make it hard. So give me the ugly team, Northwestern, plus wow. the points. Oh, my God. Wow. Now, now i got to sit there and move this. Whew. I didn't know we had Jim Cantori on the program as well. That was a good weather report. Hey, i got a question for you while you're there, and hopefully you know this, but when they put the lines out on the game, how much does weather actually factor in to what they do uh, on the points? Quite a bit? Uh, I I believe it's quite a bit, especially seeing the NFL. That crazy game, um, what was it? It was the Bills and New England where oh, goalposts yeah. were pretty much falling yeah. over. Um, and that had a lot to do with the the over over and under at least. Um, not much to do with the spread, but like you saw, like if you can only pass the ball 10 times and you have to run it, um, it's gonna it's gonna affect the game quite a bit. It's just rain, snow, um, and wind like this. Wind like this is crazy. So, give me Northwestern. They can run the ball and they can keep it away from Ohio State. All mm. right, then I'm gonna do an official revision. Uh, I'm still taking Ohio State, but I was gonna go over easy <laughs> on this one. Now I'm not. I'm thinking Northwestern might win this thing. Northwestern. Sorry. I'm sorry, sir. Ohio State will roll maybe 42 to three. You can't cancel your ticket, sir. You've I can't already cancel my it. ticket? <laughs> I thought you'd give me 10 minutes if the game had yeah, gone nope. off. When you, did you start changing those rules? Time is up. <laughs> Damn. All right. Well, next on the list, Texas Tech, 4-4 four and four on the year. They're going on the road at undefeated TCU, 8-0 here. TCU is a 9.5-point uh, favorite at home. Over under, well, this is a big 12 for you, 68.5 points. 
Uh, I don't know about any weather issues in Texas on Saturday. I know they're supposed to get a lot of stuff tonight uh, going into early morning there, Mark. But what's your initial thought on the Texas Tech-TCU game? TCU wins at home. Easy. They're undefeated. They stay undefeated. They stay undefeated. Come on. Come, come, come on, on, man. <laughs> well, let me tell you, uh, it hasn't been easy taking TCU here lately. They've been doing a lot of covering, but it's been very late, and you've had to wait to the fourth quarter to do it. Uh, I don't think Texas Tech should give a whole lot of uh, resistance, but, uh, you know, nine and a half, it's under that 10 mark, so I'm going to go ahead and take TCU. I don't think they win a whole lot more than that, though. I think this oh, is 13, 14-point game by the, the time they get the, uh, the final gun out. What do you think, Richard? Um, yeah, like you said, TCU's been very, very good. And I actually think that they're um, com coming into this game motivated, um, being ranked number seven, not losing. But sorry for anyone who had West Virginia last week. That was brutal to, <laughs> yeah, to lose on that touchdown. Yeah. But so the spread, um, nine and a half, like you said, it kind of scares me. Texas Tech has a great offense. Um, TCU also has a great offense. Texas Tech, they run the most plays in the entire country at 87 a game. So it's like Usain Bolt running the 100-meter dash when they're um, on offense. TCU, same thing, big plays. Um, they, they move quick. Uh, so I don't really like to spread, but I think both offenses, there won't be any resilience by the defense. And I love the over in this game. Um, Max Duggan, Heisman candidate, Quentin Johnston, one of the best receivers in the country. So give me the over in this game to where there should be there should be plenty of possessions for both teams and plenty of touchdowns to go around. All right. Well, uh, yeah, there should be plenty of touchdowns. I was just looking real quick to see if I could see, you know, there's something to be said sometimes when you have a team coming in like, uh, in this case, Texas Tech, and you're an undefeated team. Like, are you looking forward to your next opponent other than them? And next week they are actually on the road to Texas, which is really their yeah. last – they got Texas, Baylor, and Iowa State after this. So out of all that, the Texas game, nationally televised. So you, they could be looking a little bit ahead, and uh, you might be right. That nine and a half might come back to get uh, get them. I think they still pull it out. Uh, they might panic a little bit late, but uh, I already made my pick, and yep. Mark says I can't change can't it. Can't cancel your ticket. You take <laughs> that right. ticket. North Carolina, 17th ranked in the country. They're on the road at Virginia. Virginia not very good this year. They're three and five. North Carolina is a touchdown and a hook. There's seven and a half on the road, over under a 58 and a half. Richard, we'll come to you first for this one. North Carolina and Virginia, who you got? Um, well, in this game, the spread again, it's kind of fishy. You got a three and five team, a uh, touchdown underdog at home. They look terrible. I don't know if you guys. Uh, watched last week, Virginia, Miami. I think it took three overtimes and nobody scored a touchdown. Um, <laughs> that game ended up being 14 to 12. In but three overtimes. North Carolina's, yeah. Oh. And they had to win on a two point conversion. I feel bad for anybody who watched that whole thing. But the North Carolina offense, they really are like no joke. Um, Drake May, he's elite, almost throws for 400 yards a game. Uh, he's got two crazy weapons um, Josh Downs, Antoine Green. Um, they're going to be able to score. And Virginia's offensive coordinator, I'm not sure what he's doing, but Brennan Armstrong, he's very good. Uh, he's a senior. Um, and then they got away from the pass. Last year they were pass, pass, pass. And this year they don't have an identity, but they still have some great weapons on offense. Um, and North Carolina, they can't stop anyone. They just outscore you. Like in the beginning of the year, App State, 63 to 61. So... 
give me the over again in this game. I think Virginia kind of finds an identity. It's a get-right spot for them against a terrible defense. And North Carolina, um, even though Virginia's defense is one of the better ones in the ACC, um, they're still they can still score and they will score. I see this game being something around 31-27, um, hovering right around that that over-under, and I like the over still. And uh, based on that score, you like Virginia getting the points here, even though they may not come out with a win. I do like Virginia. It's a weird line. They should not be just a touchdown underdog, seven and a half. Um, that happens a lot in college football. When you see it, don't overthink it. Just run with it, honestly. All right. Uh, that's... That's what, what do you like, Mark? I'm going North Carolina. You're going North Carolina. I don't think cover, Virginia huh? stands a chance. Seven and one. Come on. North Carolina wins this for fun. <laughs> for fun. For fun. So I'd, I'd, I'd uh, put an alternate spread on that. Yeah, I got him too. Uh, if I'm going to, I just don't like the, I don't like the line. I'd probably skip yeah. it if I had my choice. But since we got to pick one, I'm going to go take North Carolina yeah. thinking that they're going to just squeak this one out, hopefully by 10 or at least by eight. But. I'm guessing a 10-point game here. Let's let's not talk about spending Nick's money right now. Not no. He's right here. Why not? He's right here. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, Nick. Congratulations on that uh, Philadelphia win. That was very impressive, by the way. Oh. Uh, Tulane, 19th ranked in the country. They're seven and one on the road to Tulsa. Usually, Tulsa is a tough spot to go play. Um, believe it or not, in that conference, uh, Tulane seven and a half. So there we are, a touchdown and a hook again. The over/under 56 and a half. Uh, on this one, and Mark, I, you know, there's no undefeated team here, so I'm just waiting to see what you got. I'm going Tulane. Oh, I got a, I got a little graphic error there, but I'm going Tulane. That's maybe that's a smiley face. That's why it's there. <laughs> You're gonna go Tulane. You're gonna lay the seven and yeah, I'm laying it. I, I think they'll do. They'll they'll win this. This is no different than the other game, we just talked about. They win for fun. Yeah, Tulane's actually been taking care of business a little uh, more frequently for this thing, and uh, I don't see where Tulsa's. Going to be able to hold on long. I think it's a close first half and then a pull away second half for Tulane. I think they cover this one. I think they win by probably two touchdowns, give or take, if I uh, if I had to be put on the score. Now, the over-under to me is in danger of going under. I don't know that they'll get over 56. Tulsa's got to do their part. I don't think they get there. How about you, Richard? Um, so, like what you said going off earlier with TCU, um, I believe this is 100% a look-ahead spot for Tulane. Um they got at home next week, UCF, which is for all means um, for the American Athletic Conference. Yep. Winner of that game is in the driver's seat. Um, and Tulsa. Tulsa's not as bad as their record shows. They have an eight-point loss to Ole Miss and a 10-point loss to Cincinnati. That's no pushovers at all. Um, and Tulsa at home, um, give me the points with them. I think they keep this close. I think they may even end up winning this outright. Ooh, um, and I think, wow. I think this is very much a look-ahead spot for Tulane, and they go in there thinking they can cruise, and I think this is where Tulsa do comes it. in. Not gonna be able to do it. That's right. <laughs> but I like that call. Tulsa, you know, they did they did play Ole Miss, uh, pretty tough, and we know where Ole Miss is. So I mean, every game's different, though. Matchups play a big role in in a lot of these, just like the NFL, but especially in the NFL because they got more equal talent across the board. But I would not be shocked either, but I just think Tulane's on a mission now. They, they're feeling it. I, they might be looking ahead, but I, I think that they know in a position that they are in that conference, they can't afford to do that. They got to win out to have any shot of yeah. – they're not going to get into the uh, college football playoff, but they could get into a New Year's Day Bowl. 
And that yeah, would be huge for, for sure. that program. Yeah. So uh, there you have it. There, that's your uh, 11 a.m. games. The uh, mm-hmm. best game on the slate. Are you ready? I'm Are ready. you ready? We're ready. How about number one Tennessee on the road to number three Georgia? They're both undefeated at eight. No. But you know what? I gotta look at my sheets. Las Vegas ain't buying this crap. None of the odds makers are buying <laughs> this crap. I, to me, this was the worst thing that could have happened as far as if you were trying to go in there and beat Georgia at home, was to sit there and take them out of the top spot and give it to the team that's coming in, and then turn around and say, you know what? We don't buy it. Georgia's still favored by eight and a half against the number one team in the country here. Over under of 66 and a half. Mark, I got a feeling on this one, but let me ask you this. Oh, boy. I can't Normally, wait. I could tell who you're going to pick just because you take the undefeated That's right. team. That's right. Now that they're always. both undefeated. Right. Who you got? So, I, what I did is I looked up a bunch of stats for these. T- no, I didn't. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, <laughs> That's right. I'm going Tennessee because I think Georgia wins the game, but they don't cover. So, I'm going Tennessee. With, you're giving me points. I'll take it. You'll take you me basically. You gave me nine points. Yeah, you're right. So, so you're going to take those points, but take you think Georgia points. squeaks this out? I do think Georgia covers. Yes. So or not covers? They win, but don't cover. Yeah. So let me uh, let me go this round. All right. One, I agree with that. Tennessee's got offensive skills for days. Their defensive uh, is leaky as hell. Oh, like that'll a play into Georgia. I just think. So here's what – no, we talked about this before, right? So you get two high-scoring teams with two really good offenses, and for, for some reason the defenses step up for a little while, and it looks like neither team can score, a.k.a. the Alabama-Tennessee game. The first half was not very impressive at all, and the second half nobody could stop each other, and the game ended up in the 30s and 40s or whatever. So I think that's what we're looking at here. They're going to be a feel-out. I just don't think Tennessee's ready for this spot yet. They're growing. They've got a lot of good talent. Georgia's made for this. They've been through this before, and they're at home. So give me Georgia but to win the game, but I'm going to take the 8.5 in Tennessee because they can score the, the rock oh, a little bit. You're coming over and to I, the dark side. And I'm actually going to go under, but barely under. I think this game turns out to be 31-24, something along that line, 31-28. Either way, it's, I think it blows. Uh, it gets below 60. Richard, are we crazy? What kind of stats you got on this one? Uh, like you said earlier, um, the worst thing ever that could have happened to Tennessee was them getting ranked number one. Georgia hasn't looked like Georgia outside of their opening game against Oregon. Um, this is this is my favorite game on the board. Um, they're begging you to take Tennessee because they have looked like the best team in the country, and they have been the best team in the country, most impressive wins, um, and just all around an impressive football team so far. Um, but I think Georgia hammers them here. Um, I don't think that, that Tennessee is ready for this spot, like you said. I don't think they have anyone on defense that can stop Brock Bowers, who will be a top 10 pick as a, at, a, at a tight end position in the NFL. Um, give me Georgia close to three touchdowns in this game. Oh, my goodness. Not going to be able yeah. to do it. Three touchdowns. So you heard it first here. We're going to have the... Can we do an odds boost on this? The Richard Especial? Georgia we minus can. Georgia minus 21 boosted to like plus 4000. Wow. It, we can, but it will not it will not make our our Tennessee users very happy, but I don't think that they're ready for what's about Ooh, to come. This could be a clip, Mark. Be ready. Yeah. That could be a oh, no. 21. 
Okay. This could be a clip. All right. All right. Not, uh, not so good game, and, and forget, because Colorado is not ranked number 10. That no. was the team before, and I used it. So Colorado, they're tenth from the bottom, but number eight Oregon at seven and one. Uh, Colorado one and seven here. Oregon is a thirty-one and a half point favorite, yeah. over under a sixty-two and a half, and this is a hot mess of junk when you talk about Colorado here. Uh, Mark, uh, you going to take those points in Colorado? No, no, no. All right. Give me Oregon. Let me check, let me Oregon. double check my sheet. Yes, Oregon. It says Oregon. Yeah, I'm going to make this quick. Oregon slaps them upside the head silly. Like, Colorado can't score. They can't stop anybody from scoring. Uh, they might as well make uh, a move out of the Pac-12 and go to the AAC or somewhere where they can be more competitive because I haven't seen this hot mess from a, a single college program in a long time. Yeah, we'll cover up that 10. Yeah, put that Dukey over there. Yeah, there Dukey, go. Colorado, one and seven. <laughs> what do you got, Richard? Uh, you guys are spot on. Um, Oregon rolls through Colorado. Uh, Bo Nix, he's actually starting to look like um, the guy that was recruited as a five-star out of high school. Um, he's looked incredible. Outside of Georgia, Oregon is clicking on all cylinders. And Colorado, I, like you said, I remember week one, they were, they were only like an eight-and-a-half-point underdog to TCU. If that game were to happen now, it'd be somewhere around this line as well. So give me Oregon, minus 31-and-a-half. All right, good deal. We're all on the Oregon Duck train. Uh, also, I think we're going to – this will be an interesting game. Number 15, Penn State, they uh, they kind of got de-pantsed last week after playing a great first half of football against Ohio State, and it just unraveled. I actually thought that in Happy Valley they had a chance to unseat Ohio State, and it looked at all the parts in the first half, and then I don't know what team came out in the second half, but they're on the road to Indiana here. Now I think they've been crushed. Like, their chances at the East title are done. Uh, the two big uh, boys that they played against so far, both have beat them pretty easily. And now Indiana is just sitting there waiting for them to come. Penn State, 13.5-point favorites here, 49.5 the over-under. Kind of high for the Big Ten, uh, 49 and a half, I think. Mark, any shot here that Penn State takes this and covers? Yes, yeah, I do. That's who you're taking, I think huh? they take it yeah, out. They, they win it. They cover. I, I don't have to go into too much depth. You probably don't. No, nope, they but cover. I'm going to go ahead and take Indiana in the points. Penn Whoa. State might get lucky, but I think this is upset alert city. Uh -huh. um, Indiana, this is probably other than their annual uh, showdown against Purdue at the end of the year. This is the last big boy they get to entertain, I think, for a while. And uh, Penn State, I think, is ripe. I didn't like the way the body language looked when they walked off the field last week. And I know they got a good coach and all, but I just see them struggling with Indiana this week. Richard? Bought on again. Um, I, I think Penn State, they're absolutely drained from, like you said, that first half. And then coming out in the second half, like you said, they did not look like the team that came out. Um, fired up and ready to play in the first half. Um, Indiana has a sneaky good offense, um, and they have a win against Illinois this year as well, and Illinois has looked incredible too. Um, but there's also talks of James Franklin. Um, can't win any of the big games. He Penn State might be moving on from them. Uh, Penn State really has nothing else to play for. Um, I think Indiana covers this game. Um, I don't know about the outright, but Penn State just really doesn't have a lot of life left in this season. I hear you. And just mm. to clarify, so Mark don't have this then, I am taking the points in this with Indiana. Yeah. But I would not be shocked that Indiana somehow pulls us out yeah. as an upset of the weekend. This is our first game since be we've either. been doing this uh, on this one. <laughs> yeah. That we're different. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. 
I doubt we'll be different on this next one, though. So Michigan State, uh, talking about teams that look like they just had the life sucked out of them. Last week, Michigan just, it wasn't even close. It wasn't a game, really, from the kickoff. Illinois, I guess it's time I need to give you a little bit of credit here at 7-1. and one. I, d- I definitely on. didn't think you'd be this good at this point of the year, but your defense is legit. Your offense is good enough to score enough points to win games here, but you're given 16 and a half up at home over under a 40 and a half. Uh, this line makes me a little tense. Mark, what do you think? Not at all. Michigan State gave up. They're done. They're done for the year. So Illinois is out there going to smear them. Smear them? Smear them. What's, what's a smear score? I'm just curious. Uh, higher than that. Higher than 16 and a half. Higher than that. <laughs> uh, I, I will take Illinois. Uh, it's going to be a slow grind. You're going to sweat this out, though. It's a 17 to 20 point win. You're going to have to hope for it late. Uh, just because Illinois, what did they score? 16 against Nebraska? Was it 16-9 or 19-9? I mean, yeah. Uh, and 16. if you can't score that, on, uh, that much on Nebraska, Michigan State's comparable defensively to Nebraska anyway. So... I'll go ahead and take Illinois to cover, but it ain't going to be anything that I'm going to have to turn off at halftime and know I got in the bag. Richard, what do you got? Um, I never thought I'd see the day to where Illinois is favored by three scores against Michigan State. This is really weird. Um, Alternate universe. Yeah, but like you said, their defense, they only give up nine points a game. Um, That's number one in the country. Their offense, like you said, good enough. They do have a great, great running back in Chase Brown. Um, he averages on the season 151 rushing yards a game. Um, he'll get the ball over 30 times this game. I'm just scared of the spread. I don't. I can't buy into to Illinois uh, covering three scores. But what I do buy into is ugly Big Ten football. And I give me the under in this game at 40 and a half. This is going to be a slow grind. Um, just don't worry about it. You don't want to watch it. You don't want to watch a 40 and a half yeah. um, under hit, but the pace is slow, and this has all the signs for an under. Yeah, best bet on that one is the under. Um, and you know something, Mark? For the most part, he's taking everything opposite of us. Yeah, so well, that somebody's going to have a really good Monday, and somebody's really going to have mm. a bad Monday. Well, if it's anything like their <laughs> record, I'm confident yeah, yeah. in us. <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> They don't call us the pros for nothing. That's right. All right, Oklahoma State. Oh, uh, talk about a team that got deep pants last weekend. Kansas State just embarrassed them 49 nothing. Now they're on the road to Kansas. Yep. Kansas was ranked in a na- national feel-good story for all about five weeks, and since then they've dropped three straight. Here's the interesting fact. Kansas favored by a half a point. I didn't even think I'd ever see Kansas favored the rest of the year. Uh, 63 and a half is the over-under. And here we go. Is Oklahoma State done, Mark? Are they cooked? They're done. Are they? And Kansas gets back into the top 25 with this win. Oh, we got Kansas winning outright. Yeah, well, it's only a pick game, whatever. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to go to the close-up camera here. What's his name? Gundy? Billy? Mr. Coach of Oklahoma State football? Here's, here's what you got. You got de-pantsed by Kansas State, who is not that good. Don't let that ranking fool you. All right, they play in the Big 12. It's a down year for the Big 12. You were supposed to be the guy. You were supposed to be the team. You're supposed to be the man. Now what? 49-0 against Kansas State. Do not lose to Kansas. Do not do it. You'll be on the unemployment line by the end of the year. So you think you're taking Oklahoma? I'm taking Oklahoma State. It's only half a point. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) 
They should be able to do it because if they don't, uh, you will not be in the top 25, and we probably will not be picking another one of your games the rest of the year. What's this we? I didn't pick them this week. I'm just saying one of their games, not oh, them okay. as a team. Gotcha. And the over-under, I like the under on that one as well. What do you got, Richard? Um, this is a this is a tough game. The only reason that this spread is favored for Kansas right now, it has something to do with losing 48 to nothing to Kansas State. That's that was bad, but it also looks like that Oklahoma State will be without their starting quarterback and best uh, playmaker on offense, which is the running back, um, Spencer Sanders. He's hurt. Um, Dominic Richardson, who's their running back. Um, I don't know what's been going on with him. They've just been holding him out, but I don't think he's going to play. So this spread, if if things get announced, it'll move drastically both ways. Um, so I'm staying away from that. I'm going under the impression that Oklahoma State will be without Spencer Sanders. And actually, uh, fun fact, their backup, Mike Gundy's son, Gunner Gundy. Um, it looks like he's going to be getting the start. Um, oh, and in hell. this game, Kansas Kansas. <laughs> Great story in the beginning of the year. Um, good enough offense. But Oklahoma State's defense is better than it has, it has shown. Um, I love the under in this game. I think it's going to be an ugly game. Um, so give me the under. All right, under. Gundy's son. You can't change your picks. You already bought your no, ticket. No, no, I'm not changing it. But <laughs> it just, if things can't get worse now, you throw your son in the fire. You're both gone. And you, you lose to Kansas. Come on. Number 20, Syracuse. This is going to be my best bet of the day, I think, if I had one in college. They're at Pittsburgh, 4-4. Four and four. Pittsburgh's actually three-and-a-half-point favorites at home here, despite being unranked and pretty stinky, in my opinion. 47-and-a-half is the over-under in this game. Uh, so I'll just go, since this is my uh, best bet. Okay, go ahead. Give me all the Syracuse you can buy. There you go. Uh, they're, they're better than Pittsburgh, period. Now, I don't know about any weather issues, uh, but I do like getting that hook. I think they win outright, but I'll take the three and a half. I think it'll be a close game either way. Uh, Syracuse should have all, I mean, they're really probably about three or four plays away from being undefeated. Nate, no, they've been playing some big boys and, and hanging with them well. And I didn't give them enough credit like Illinois early, but I'm on the bus now. Give me Syracuse, Mark. Who you got? I'm going with Syracuse as well, but I do not think it'll be a close game. I think this line is low. I think they easily win. Yeah, Pittsburgh no, play, picks, this Pittsburgh's playing just like the pro Pittsburgh's playing. Like Dookie. Yep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Rich, wave those terrible towels. What do you got, Richard? Shane, I'm sorry. Um, this is Pittsburgh. Oh, um, Syracuse. <laughs> Syracuse, uh, they're going to be without Garrett Schrader, their starting quarterback. Um, and like you said, Pittsburgh is actually – just looked pretty bad this year. They do have an overtime loss to Tennessee in the beginning of this year. And both these offenses, they're very, very, very similar. Um, Syracuse has Sean Tucker, great running back. Pittsburgh has Israel Abanaconda. Um, he, he's actually gone for a game. Uh, 360 rushing yards versus Virginia Tech. Um, and Sean Tucker, he has a 232-yard game under his belt. Both these teams are going to run the ball. Syracuse is going to try and pound it. But um, Pittsburgh's run defense is better than Syracuse's run defense. Under that, give me Pitt. Oh, my God. Did they say, like, he bought a conda or something like that? That would be a triple word score in Scrabble. I'm yeah. very impressed. <laughs> <laughs> By far. I was nervous saying that name. <laughs> By far the best one so far. All right, so you're on the Pittsburgh train. Yes. 
All right, just I wanted am. to make sure that was it. All right. UCF, you speak to them coming up uh, for uh, Tulane. Uh, they're at Memphis, so this is kind of a local game happening here. Six and two for UCF on the year. Uh, three and a half point favorites on the road. 58 and a half on the over under. Uh, we'll let you go first on this one, Richard. Who you like in this contest? Um, I love UCF in this contest. Um, when UCF offense is good, they're very good. John Reese Plumley, he's so hit or miss though, because when they're bad, they're stinky. Um, <laughs> but he is a very, very, very good quarterback. He's athletic. Um, and Memphis, they just don't have much life in them. Um, so give me UCF minus three and a half. UCF minus three and a half. I like that pick because I'm going UCF two to win this game. Although I don't think it's dump trucking at all. So I'm going to take my chances here and say uh, I wouldn't call it grind it because they don't really play defense much in this league either. But I think UCF has a better one than Memphis does. So over time. They win, and I think they, they win this game somewhere between 10 and 17 points. Mark, what do you got? Uh, you know you know where we're at, right? I know we're West Memphis, technically. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, you just so you just want to stay non-shot. Yes, right. All right. Memphis. So you're going to, yeah. <laughs> give me the three and a half. We'll give you some extra face time. Do not shoot this man. He tried to pick That's your right. home team. That's right. All right. Well, I'm not going to be that way. Hang on. I'm going to go with UCF. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, Alabama. This is going to be a good game as well. They are on the road to LSU. LSU is ranked 10th in the nation, not Colorado. Alabama, though, somehow getting the love. 12.5 point favorites at LSU. 56.5. Two problems with this game. One, you're playing at LSU at night. That's a death trap. Two, Alabama hadn't been playing very well on defense. They're letting anybody... I probably could score a touchdown if you gave me 10 carries against Alabama and a decent offensive line. So, with that all being said, that line smells funny to me. Mm. Like, nobody is giving LSU any credit, and I was on that bus for a long time. But uh, here lately, they've been gelling uh, and a lot better football. I see it on both sides. I'm going to go LSU and take the points, although Alabama somehow always squeaks these crap games out. One missed ref call, one non-pass interference, it always seems they get something down to squeak out a game, but I don't think they cover 12 and a half. Mark, what do you got? Oh, well, then get ready. Oh, boy. I'm going Alabama. You're going to take the tide, huh? I'm Roll taking tide. the tide. I think they're on a mission. I told you that when they took that loss. They're Not on a mission. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you think that's it, though, huh? They, what do they win by? 12 and a half. <laughs> <laughs> so 13 is what you're saying, huh? Sure. Two touchdowns. All right, Richard, what do you got for us on this game? Um, I love the over in this game. Like you said, this line scares me, but I don't know why this over-under is so low. LSU, um, they've been humming on offense lately. It took them a little bit to, to get, like, integrated into this new system. Um, and Happy Valley at night, it's going to be an electric atmosphere. Um and I think both teams just won't have a hard time scoring the football. Uh, Alabama averages 43 a game. LSU averages 35 a game. Points, uh, they're going to be scored. This could this could end up being one of those that you see hit in the third quarter. Um, and this line, LSU is better than what this line is showing. So it's a little bit scary for me. Um, so just give me the over in this game. Just give you the over, huh? Staying away from that spread? Staying away from the spread. 
All right, Mark, chalk him up for an L there. Okay. All right, number 24, <laughs> ten, uh, Texas. Uh, <laughs> they're on the road. I can't believe I'm saying this. Number 13 ranked Kansas State at 6-2. and two. Man, how did I miss to put the 13 up there? Darn it. Yeah, well, that's because they shouldn't be ranked, in my opinion. Aww. But in any case, they are. Texas, though, let you know what all the odds makers think. They're two-and-a-half-point favorites up there in Manhattan. 54-and-a-half is the over-under. Initial thoughts on that game. Are you going to take a side, or you like the over-under there, Richard? Um, I love Kansas State in this spot. Um, Texas, I don't know why college football is always on them. I don't know why they're ranked still. Um, and Kansas State is legit. They, they could be without Adrian Martinez again, but it kind of looks like that he's trending um, to play. And even if he doesn't, their backup, Will Howard, has been more than capable of holding his own. Um, all Kansas State really has to focus on is stopping Bijan Robinson. Um, that guy is a menace. He averages over 161 total yards a game. Um, he's the consensus number one uh, running back in this upcoming NFL draft class. But Kansas State also has a very good one in Deuce Vaughn. Um, I like Kansas State plus the points um, at home in a game uh, with this kind of magnitude. So give me Kansas State. All right, so I figured you're right. Uh, with Texas, in some cases, LSU, it seems like. Um, another team that seems to get the benefit of the doubt is Clemson uh, lately, but they get what I call reputation ranked. So Texas, for some reason, has the same problem. They went to Texas Tech and was favored end up losing that game. I mean, it, it just – the quarterback I like for the young guy, Ewer, um, I do like I do. him. But I think they got a little ways to go to gel. Now, the only – I don't know if you guys remember this, but back in the Big 8 days when Nebraska and Oklahoma were running the roost of that conference for many years, the one place that both teams had to sweat out more, more often than not was when they went to Manhattan to play Kansas State, and especially a night game, and that's what this is. So I am going to go – the only way to prove Kansas State is not worth their salt is for me to pick them. Because every time I'm picking against them, they've been dropping people. So I'm going to take Kansas State. I'm going to take the two and a half at home. Mark, what do you got? Kansas State. They got the momentum going from last week. They keep it going. So They're all giving them of us are on Kansas State. That's problematic. Go out and bet Texas, everybody. That, those picks are for free. <laughs> yeah. All right, Clemson, we spoke of them. They're on the 8-0 uh, no train. They're on the road to Notre Dame. This is a dangerous spot. Five and three. They looked good last week. Uh, Clemson, three-and-a-half-point favorites on the road. I hate that damn hook. And 44-and-a-half is the line or the spread. What do you got in this game, Richard? Um, I This is another one of my favorite games. Um, I love Clemson in this spot. Everybody is thinking Notre Dame's gotten a lot better. Um, they're both, both teams are coming off wins against Syracuse. Notre Dame's was much more impressive. And Clemson has questions at quarterback with uh, – DJ Lungale and Kate Klubnick, they, uh, there's questions there, but I like Clemson in this spot a lot because, one, they are coming off a bye um, since 2017. Clemson's 5-0 and with an average winning margin of 24 coming off a bye. Um, and this is the last game. This is really the last test they have. Um, and I look like or I, it seems like that they, they're going to want to make a statement in this one. So give me Clemson minus 3.5. Clemson minus three and a half. Hey, if yeah, you that. are looking for a job, 
We have a uh, we That's have a right. job opportunity as a graphics designer for the Odds Brothers podcast. <laughs> that is not Michigan minus twenty five and a half. That should read Clemson minus three and a half. That's right. Well, Just it will be Michigan twenty five and a half. <laughs> next slide. Next slide. <laughs> is that where Clemson appears? Maybe. Who do, you, who do you like in that game, though, Mark? I'm so going Clemson. They're undefeated. Come on, three and a half. That's oh, yeah, it. I All forgot. right. That's your rule. Come on. Until they're not Until undefeated, they get beat. you keep picking them. That's right. Uh, Eagles Dame. fans love me. So Notre Dame ought to be pumped up. So this is going to be how legit is Clemson here? Uh, And this is their shot to show it, and I agree. I'm going to go ahead and lay the three and a half. I'm not real comfortable with it, but I think the talent, overall talent, wins outright. Notre Dame, they're living by name, I think, here. Uh, They did beat Syracuse, so I'll give them that. They did, But that's the first game that I've seen that they've looked great at. You're going to have to show me a second game, and then maybe I get on board. And I do like the over, by the way. I think the over, that 44 and a half is a little low for this game. Uh, number five, Michigan. Let's see. Hey, yeah, hey there, there it go. is. Yeah. They are 25-and-a-half-point favorites. They're undefeated, and they're at Rutgers, who are barely treading water at 500. There's your 45-and-a-half over under here. I know Rutgers will be pumped up uh, to have Michigan and a highly ranked Michigan team coming to town, but it's probably not going to be enough. Is it, Richard? No, this is all Michigan. Um, the defense way too suffocating for Rutgers. Um, their offense only scores 20 a game. Um, and Michigan, they're going to want to keep making statements um, up until Ohio State. They're ranked outside the top four um, in the college football playoff. They have looked pretty pretty good this year. Um, so they're going to want to, to beat down on inferior opponents, and I think that's exactly what they're going to do to Rutgers um, this week and then go in with momentum going into Ohio State, continue to roll. Yeah, I think you said it best. I'd be pissed off if I was Harbaugh right now. Uh, I think I played a better schedule than Clemson, and yet you put Clemson over me in the college football playoff. I know everything takes care of itself, but uh, when it comes to you play the games and see where things shake out. But for me, I think Michigan lays the wood here. Um, But it ain't going to be that. I don't think it would be 30 or 42 to nothing, though. I think you're going to end up with a 42-10 score, something like that, 42-13. Mark, what do you got? Michigan. All day long. All day undefeated. long. That twenty-five and a half doesn't scare me. All right, well, they're undefeated. That's that's right. It's easy. It's easy when they're undefeated because they have something that they have something they still hope for. Michigan, the number by one spot. Forty. Do you still take Michigan? By forty? Yeah. Who am I betting? Just in general, if you saw Michigan minus forty, what number would you go over to Rutgers on? Uh, probably thirty-two. Okay, too so high. another touchdown. Yeah. All right. I'm just curious. Yeah. Sometimes you say 70. I just want to see if that. No, that's Nebraska. Again. Anybody playing <laughs> Nebraska, West Memphis Junior High, whoever. All right. Arizona, <laughs> three and five. Uh, they held close against USC last week and kind of burned me. Now They're at 14 Utah here. Utah, 17 and a half point favorites here. Mark, uh, we'll give you the first crack at this one. Over under 68 and a half. Now I'm going Utah. Utah. They're huh? playing at home. Yeah. I don't think Arizona can match up against them. You don't think they can match up against them? Nope, do not. All right. I don't either. I think Utah at home is a different beast. If Utah was giving 17 and a half at Arizona, I would probably take Arizona in the points, believe it or not. Utah seems to have problems on the road uh, really putting away teams. So, But they're not. They're at home. Give me them. They're probably winning 21, 24 points, something like that. What do you think, Richard? Um, Give me Arizona in this spot. Oh, my God. Utah, <laughs> Utah at home is not. Utah at home and at night, it's not the same thing as years um, in the past. Um, There's questions around Cam Rising. That was a shock last week. I think it was a Thursday night game. Um, A lot of people went into it, and Cam Rising was in a penny on the sideline. 
Um, their leading rusher, Tavion Thomas, he's had problems with the team. There's a lot of inner, inner problems that the, the public um, I don't know about and I don't think that they know about and they're not sharing. Um, so especially if Cam Rising doesn't play, give me Arizona. They can score. This Utah defense isn't the same that you've seen in the past either. Um, and Arizona can score and they will throw the ball 50, 60 times this game. Um, and I like them to cover the 17 and a half. All right. Well, all righty then. then. Boy, we got some are going to have a really good Monday. It's some us. Some going to have a really good Monday. It, it's us. <laughs> <laughs> All right, three more ranked games and then a couple of bonus. Number one, uh, 21, Wake Forest, 6-2, and two, is heading on the road to North Carolina State. They're also 6-2, and two, so this is kind of the de facto uh, who's going to finish second in that uh, conference, I think, on that side, on the north side. Uh, Wake Forest, three-and-a-half-point favorites on the road here at 53-and-a-half. Richard, uh, what's your initial thoughts? Uh, Demon Deacons cover that or not? Um, yes, I like Wake Forest. Um, they, I don't know if you guys watched or see that third quarter against Louisville. Um, they had six turnovers in the third quarter, Wake Forest did, and they got outscored 35 to nothing in that third quarter, which is, it was one of the craziest things I've ever seen. But Sam Hartman, um, he's, I'll say the second best quarterback in the ACC behind Jordan Travis. But Sam Harton, he's very, very good. And North Carolina State, um, they're, they're going to be running like a two-quarterback system, which they're not Michigan. Um, I don't think that's going to work too much. And give me Wake Forest's offense to get back on track and give me the three and a half. All right, I do too. I like Wake Forest. I, that's kind of been one of my uh, fun teams since the beginning of the year that I, I thought was going to do well. I didn't think they were going to un, undefeated by any stretch, but – uh, they're a formidable team. I think they uh, get back on track after last week, to your point. <laughs> that was a bad taste in their mouth. I think they take it out on North Carolina State a little here. I mean, mm. they're not going to beat them by 30 or nothing, but I think they easily cover that three-and-a-half mark. That bad taste in their mouth is going to stay with a little bit of sweet sourness. North Carolina. Playing at home, they're going to win it. North Carolina State? Yep, North Carolina State. You're going to take them out right? I'm taking them out right. All right. No points needed. You heard yeah. it here first. Three yeah, picks. well, I still get the three and a half. Thank <laughs> oh, you very you much. Still get three and a half. I still get it. All right. <laughs> California, the late night games. We've got a couple of Pac-12 teams ranked here. California is at number nine, USC. USC 7-1, although they didn't cover last week. Thank you very much. They are 21 and a half point favorites at home here. 61 and a half is the over-under. And uh, I guess I'll... Take it to Mark here because these aren't undefeated. So it'll be interesting to see how he feels about this one. Come on, it's not, not tough. It's USC. This time they cover. Oh, this time they cover. This time huh? they cover. All right. That's because I'm picking them. Oh, okay. You picked them. If you stay away from them, they'll cover. But, but what happens you if pick, I pick them and you pick them? You know, you pick California. Is that like negative and a negative as a positive? Or how uh, does that work? Yeah, that's, yeah, let's go with that. All right. That'll get the juju off of them. Normally, I would say uh, I would take 21 and a half, but California just isn't in, in very good. I, I don't think either side. Oh. Uh, but boy, I hate that hook. Yeah, that's right. I think, Take I California. Think the, I think the line lands right at 21. I think that's what they beat them by. Okay. So I guess I'll take California plus 21 and a half. Right. What do you got, Richard? Um, I like USC in this spot. Um, the only reason that that game was like they didn't cover last game. Um, They've had question marks at receiver. One of the best in the country, Jordan Addison. Um, he may play this game, but he was out. And then their surprise was Mario Williams, who is also, he'd be a number one receiver on most teams in the country. Um, he was a surprise inactive uh, last week against Arizona as well. So there was a lot of 
um, questions going into that game. Um, and their offense, Caleb Williams, he still threw for 411 yards. Um, I think their offense is still going to be okay. And if they add one of those two receivers, I think it's a route. But their offense is going to be okay. They will score points. Um, and USC's defense needs to step up. Uh, and fortunately, they're playing not a very good offense in Cal. So give me USC minus 21 and a half. Gotcha. Yeah, I wrote you down there. I actually feel good about being the other side of the ledger if those two wide receivers don't play. Mm, that's great. I do yeah. like that. Uh, you, yeah, that's great. <laughs> See how much money that wins you, huh? <laughs> All right, number 12, UCLA. They're on the road 7-2 uh, and two on the year at Arizona State, 3-5. and five. UCLA only 10.5-point favorites on the road here. That's a little smelly to me. Over under 66.5 on this one, Mark. What do you got? You said it right. Only. Because UCLA yeah. wins way more than 10 and a half. Way more. I got you, too. I, I yep. think the 10 and a half is a, hopefully a gift. I don't know that they dump truck them by 30, but no. I think they win by about 17 to 21 points is what my guess is. So give me the UCLA Bruins as well. Where are you at, Richard? Um, Super Bowl, Arizona State. <sighs> give me the give me the 10 and a half at home. They made the change at quarterback. Emory Jones wasn't cutting it. Um, and they have a great running back in Xavier Holiday. Um, they kind of figured something out on offense last week, which they've been struggling with. Um, I like U- UCLA to go into this um, a little bit sleepy. Um, and Arizona State, this is all they have left to play for. Um, and UCLA, they've only played two road games this year. Lost one, yeah. won one. Um, but one was against Colorado. We can go ahead and, and <laughs> agree like that's yeah, whatever. That's... But then they got then they got trounced at Oregon. So I like Arizona State plus the points here. Don't be surprised with the little outright from Arizona State. Oh I wouldn't be surprised. Goodness. Your AC working all right over there? <laughs> it feels great in here, and right. I feel great. Just just checking because, oh, my God, outright Arizona State. <laughs> my God, somebody's definitely going to have a great You might want to day. check on him. Yeah, <laughs> you guys do reviews, right? All right, just check it. Uh, notable Finally. games. This is what Mark's been waiting for. Minnesota five and three on the road to Nebraska. Yeah, I put their rankings number up. number eighty-two in the country. Uh, three and five is their record. Minnesota's fifteen and a half point favorites. There's the Dookie emoji. Oh yeah, I'm getting it set up. All you big red fans, take note. There uh, you go. Fifty-two and a half is the over/under. So Mark, come on. This is all. Hey, I'm giving you your FaceTime, man. Minnesota. All day? All day. Any day? I, you know, I know the Nebraska fans are saying, oh, but Nebraska's improving. Not today. Not today, huh? Not today. They're going to improve. That number's going to get higher. That's not what you really want, though, Nebraska fans. Yeah. Well, you know, that in the battle number, of number 40 versus number 82 here, I know this is a big stellar game. I think uh, no, I think I'm going to take, take Nebraska and the points. Yes. 15 and a half minutes. Minnesota has not been scoring very well lately. They're a one-trick pony, which is the run game. And that's the one spot Nebraska is actually pretty decent at. you got to attack them through the air, in my opinion, to really knock out blow. Look at Illinois last week. Illinois is not known to throw the ball around the yard. they got a great run game and a great defense score, 16-9. I think Minnesota finds a way to win this game probably. Uh, But Nebraska, 15 and a half, I'll go ahead and take that against at least these Minnesota golden gophers what do you like richard spot on um i like i like nebraska plus the points here um and the only reason i really do is their interim coach mickey joseph um it's it seems like that he's their next guy at nebraska so uh feels like they're going to remove that interim 
um, had coaching tag on him, and the guys are going to rally behind him and look to finish the season on a strong note uh, with them at the helm. So give me Nebraska plus the points here. Oh, boy. I know. Got to check something. Right. Something's Mark's wrong. Check something on this one. Something's wrong there. All right. Well, Woo, and then the other game. notable game, only because we do have an FSU alum here yeah. today, because it's, it's not because of its ranked, but Florida State in one of the big uh, in-state battles is at Miami, the the U, as they used to call it anyway, probably still do, four and four on the year. Florida State, though, a touchdown and a hook. Favorites here, 52 and a half. Boy, I wonder what Richard's going to pick here. <laughs> I have no bias whatsoever. Um, this is a completely unbiased pick. Um, but if if the spread were around the 30 mark, let's just say Florida State's got that in the bag as well. Um, oh, my goodness. Totally unbiased. Um, this offense, rushing attack, Miami won't know what hit them. We have a actually a four-headed monster um, because Jordan Travis can use his legs whenever he wants. Um, he's a much improved quarterback. I think he's the best quarterback in the ACC. Miami, way too many questions. They're down to three linebackers or four linebackers. Um, and quarterback, I don't know if Van Dyke is starting. It, it's like, it seems like it's 50-50 right now. And Jake Garcia didn't score a touchdown last week. Um, so I, I like Florida State to go into Miami and steamroll them. Totally unbiased. This is a very, very expert opinion. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> uh, unless Miami has Vinny Testaverde coming back, uh, their offense sucks. They're not yeah. good. I mean, they they struggle to beat literally almost everyone except, well, hell, they even struggled to beat Bethune Cookman, if I remember right. Like, they, that should have been a yeah. trouncing. They but did. So, my pick is, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, look at that. We've got to go home. All right. Mark, what do you got? I'm going Florida State as well. Oh, I thought you were going to be the antagonist no. here. No. <laughs> Not no, but hell no. No, that's right. All right, so we're all on the Seminoles on a, uh, and I think that's a primetime game on ABC too. So ABC, 730. Don't know how, but it was sure. it, it was locked in early. I guess they thought both teams were going to be good. Instead, just one of them's pretty good, and the other one's struggling. So they sold it to Amazon. Speaking of stuff that's struggling, that's your uh, – the top 25 college action. Do we got anything in between, Mark? No. Nope. We'll just roll right into the we'll NFL. We'll roll right into this. All right. The there Eagles. There you go. Uh, they were 13-and-a-half-point <laughs> favorites. It actually closed at 14-and-a-half because all those Eagles fans came rolling in, and it was tied 14-14-and-a-half. Yeah. Eagles come out. See no heads there, right? 29-17. There's no heads there because no. uh, even at 13-and-a-half, these Eagles can't cover crap. No. Houston Texans gave them a good game. I think the sports book did pretty well last night on that game. We did. Between uh, that probably and the, uh, everywhere in the country did well in that game. Between that and the World Series, we did very well. Yeah, so congratulations on your 8-0 and there, Eagles. But that gave me a lot more hope when you come down to Dallas in about, oh, uh, a month or so. It's the same state, but it's a totally different team, Tiger. Don't better forget bring about a better that, game. Don't forget about that bet that's on camera. Yeah, I know. So yeah, I don't know if we all heard about this. Yeah, tell them all. Get so your, little, do your little cameo thing, too. I'll say it Look again, to the just camera. in case you do not. Okay, let me get this one ready. Ready? Yeah, there you go. If. Big if. Especially after big. last night. Big if. <laughs> Philly beats Dallas in Dallas. No point spreads. No chimichangas. Beats them. 
I will sing the Philadelphia Eagle fight song on the podcast the very next day. Sweet. You been practicing? I don't need to practice right now, but I will tell you this. <laughs> Within about four or five days, I will look up the words. I will listen to it a few times on YouTube just in case because I know how my Cowboys roll sometimes that they don't quite show up to the biggest moments like they should. And I might have Cooper Rush again then, and then I'll have to really think about it. So I'm going to just wait. If Dak plays, if Dak plays, and Cowboys lose the Eagles, uh, I'm going to be singing the uh, – no, come uh, on. Uh, oh, uh, garbage. Nah. Hey, stay tuned for more amendments. <laughs> <laughs> All right, any, any quick thoughts on uh, what you saw, uh, Richard, from last night's uh, game? I can't wait for somebody to beat the Eagles. Um, <laughs> going for it on somebody fourth and one. Year. Oh, before the two-minute warning on your own, like, 35. I know. That's one of the most cocky things ever. Um, I can't wait for them to lose. Um, they've beaten the Steelers. Their best win comes at Arizona with the DeAndre Hopkins list. Um, Cardinals. Yeah. Like, they, they've been winning, and they've been they, they've been very dominant. Their offense looks great, um, everything like that. But like you said, I actually think the Cowboys are the better team. They beat a Cooper Rush-led Dallas Cowboys. Um, good mm. for them. But that 8 no is very sketchy. So I'm going to do something real quick from the Step Brothers. Did we just become best friends? What yep, we did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, wait a minute. We got we got somebody on uh, on the line here. Go ahead and turn on your mic, Nick. It's on. Say something? Uh-oh. He just got to talk into it. Uh-oh. Richie. You're fired. <laughs> I didn't. I can't hear him, yeah. but I don't care. I don't care. The Eagles are bad, Nick, and you oh, know it. Oh my God! What about uh, that Minnesota game? Minnesota looks great. Oh, I know. Eagles beat them. So, yeah. so oh, I, you know what we didn't ask him? We didn't ask Richard in the beginning. Is what's his favorite NFL team? Ask him that. Oh yeah, what's your favorite NFL team? By the way, you got a you got a rooter there. The best team in the NFL, the Miami Dolphins. Oh my! Not gonna be able to do it. All right, that explains. We're no longer best friends. That explains everything. (laughs) No, we're we're okay. I like Miami. I actually root for Miami. They actually look like they're putting some pieces together. Hell, I liked your last two coaches. They got rid of Flores. I thought he was doing a good job, honestly. And you got another good one. So as long as they don't get itchy at the trigger finger, I think in about two to three years max, you guys ought to be ruling the AFC East. Because I think Buffalo will start running into salary cap issues on who they're going to keep and sign. And you know it's going to be Josh Allen. All right, you ready for yep. these NFL games? Here we go. Los Angeles Chargers. It. They are on the road, uh, four and three on the year to Atlanta Falcons, who have been covering demons here all except one game. Two games. Well, two last games. two last games. Last game, they got hit by the half. Yeah. I took them both times, and they lost for me. So here we go. The line is three and a half on the Chargers side. The over-under 49 and a half. Mark, who do you got? Not the Falcons. Not the Falcons. If it's got to get them back on track, I'm not taking them. So I'm taking the Chargers because because they've screwed me the last two weeks. Not going to take them. Uh, I'm still trying to figure out if Keenan Allen's ever going to play again. I'm wondering what the hell's going on with his ankle, his foot, his his head, his shoulder, whatever's hurting. Seems to be a lot longer than they ever gave it credit for. Mike Williams is going to be out for sure. So you could be down your two top wide receivers, which will mean a lot of checkdowns to Eckler and a couple of passes to Everett and uh, Palmer in the meantime. I think the Falcons keep this close at home, but lose. Uh, I think that hook gets them. So give me the charge, or I'm sorry, the Falcons plus three and a half. What do you got, Richard? Um, I love the Falcons in this spot because of just just what you just said. Um, Keenan Allen, he's not going to play. Mike Williams already ruled out. And Eckler, 
I'm just popped up on the injury report. He might not even play. So uh, I Thank love the Falcons in this spot. Um, I don't know if they win, but the covering machines, they do it again. Um, give me the Falcons plus the points here. All right, Mark, last shot. You know all those guys are out? You don't care. Good? You don't care. All right, well, we'll move on to the next one. <laughs> the Miami Dolphins, 5-3. and three, They go up to the Chicago Bears, hmm. who got their ass whooped by the aforementioned Cowboys. Uh, Miami's three-and-a-half-point favorites on the road. That seems to be the favorite uh, line this week for road teams, road favorites anyway. Over under 45-and-a-half here. Richard, who? Oh, do we need to ask? Yeah, Never we don't mind. have to ask. We know. We know what you got. You can ask. All right, who do you I'm got? Because I'm actually very nervous with the I'm actually very nervous with this game. Um, we might have Tua in some rain and wind, and let's just say that in the past, um, that hasn't been the best recipe for Mr. Tagovailoa. But since day one, I'm a Tua guy. Um, I think they cover this. And I think the newest addition to our defensive line, Mr. Bradley Chubb, and our defensive line that statistically on paper, very, very, very good, but for some reason, can't sack the quarterback. Um, let's just go ahead and get the Bears offensive line and going against a quarterback that holds the ball forever and looks to run all the time. Um, I think we get to him a lot early and often. And I, it's not going to be pretty. Um, you're not going to get the, the Dolphins last week with Tyreek and Jalen Waddle doing whatever they want. Um, but I think they cover this. Yeah, the only thing I'm a little worried about is the weather, but this sets up great. Yep. I think the Bears have finally decided, you know what, we're just we're done this year. We're going to trade off every asset. We can get some picks. That Chase Claypool thing is way overrated. They had a chance to get him in the actual draft, and they took Cole Komet, of all people. So I don't think that that drastically changes their offense. But I will, I will say this. I do like the under in that game because I don't think the weather think was too. adjusted for the over-under there. I think it goes under. I think the Dolphins win something like 17-10. Mark, what do you got? I'm going the Bears because every time they play at home and it's terrible weather, they seem to pull it out. So you're giving me points on top of that? I'll take the Bears. You know, that ain't a bad one. I'm trying to remember who they beat at home. Was it Arizona? Yeah, when it was a slip and slide. Oh, a slip and slide in rain. Now, this won't be rain. It'll be more wind generated. But well, I'll give you a puncher chance. I'll give you a puncher chance. Well, sweet. It thanks. is the I NFL. That. You're welcome. Yeah, thanks, man. I didn't want you to feel too bad. All right. Today. Thanks. Appreciate right. that. Carolina Panthers. Speaking of hopefully not feeling bad <laughs> after DJ Moore's uh, helmet throw, and they should have had a win last week. They're at Cincinnati. Cincinnati, well, thanks for not showing up on a primetime game when I needed you the most last week. Cincinnati somehow, those seven-and-a-half-point favorites now at home over under 42-and-a-half, Richard. What do you make of these Dame Bengals? They just they look like Jekyll and Hyde depending on the week. Yeah, they. you got Joe Burrow that could throw for almost 500 yards against the Falcons, and then you got Joe Bur Burrow um, seeing ghosts against the the Browns last week. So I hate this spread. I want to stay away from it, but if I had to pick, um, it would be Cincinnati. Carolina, their season technically um, was, was really on the line last week. They could have led that division, been on a, a, a high note. They got that last second Hail Mary. I just don't know if they have much to play for now. They could technically still win that that awful, awful division. Um, but if if I had to pick, give me the Bengals minus seven and a half here in a get right spot. Ooh. All right. What do you got, Mark? I'm going Cincy as well. Yeah. They're at home. I think uh I think uh, Joe slash Jim Brewer, whatever, uh plays his heart out and <laughs> wins. Jim Brewer. Kind of looks like him, don't he? He does. I know they won't have any Jamar Chase, but realistically they should have enough to beat Carolina here. 
And as long as the weather isn't too squirrely, meaning the wind on Sunday hopefully dies down by the time they play this game, Burrow ought to have a field day throw. And they made Marcus Mariota look like he was going to become a uh, 4,000-yard passer on the season, and that was pretty dangerous. Like, Mariota doesn't throw the ball very well anymore for whatever reason. So I'll I'll take Cincinnati in a hopefully get-right spot, but I don't feel good about it. I agree with Richard here. It's not one of my official picks, by the way, in the pick six. Oh. Uh, Speaking of something that makes you want to throw in your mouth, uh, the Packers and the Lions come up next. Uh, (laughs) Packers three and five. They actually played a better game than I thought against the Bills, but I think that's because the Bills, for some reason, let off the gas. Detroit, well, they traded away Hawkinson. Uh, They might as well pack it in for the year and and look toward the draft picks and see if they even want their coach anymore. Three and a half points on the Packers side if you're willing to lay them. 49 and a half. So they expect a lot of points here. What do you think, Richard? Another spread that is just disgusting. Um, But if I had to pick, I'm going to go with the Packers. Um, Detroit, like, they they love to play these close games in the most Detroit way possible. Like, when they were up 21-7 to against the Dolphins last week, I I just wasn't worried at all. Um, But I I don't think this game is going to be as high as uh, scoring. But I do like the Packers in this spot. And Aaron Rodgers... um, he might not throw the ball a lot. I don't know what's going on in that department, but their their running game was legit last week against the Bills, and they'll be able to run the ball at will against the Lions as well. So give me the Packers minus three and a half. Yeah, this is the time. I think it's, uh, what do you call it, not panic mode, but they need, they need this win bad. Packers do in the worst yep. way. They're already behind, what, four games to the Minnesota Vikings. So now you're basically wild card or bust. You have no shot at the division at this stage. They need the win bad. Aaron Rodgers, this is the perfect off or defense to go against to get well. So give me the Packers. I'll lay the three and a half. I think Packers probably win nine to ten points. Probably won't be as much as they should, but I think it's comfortable enough to cover, Mark. If the Packers don't win, Aaron should just go ahead and retire. It just uh, announce his retirement. Just right announce after the game. it. Yeah, end of the game. So you know what? I can't play no more. I'm taking Packers, but they better win. I hear you. Speaking of a team I really like this week. What? New England Patriots are at home against the Colts. The Colts oh. are five and a half point favorites over under 40 and a half here. And well, it looks like Indy is still stuck with Ellinger as their, uh, their starter. So you know how Bill Belichick does against rookie quarterbacks in their first start, especially up in Foxborough. I think this is an ass stomping waiting to come by the Patriots. What do you think there, Richard? And this could really come back to bite us. Um, I love New England in this spot. Um, Colts looks like they're going to be without Jonathan Taylor. Um, and what Bill Belichick does really good is taking away your number one weapon. Um, and without Jonathan Taylor, it makes it pretty easy to just double-team Michael Pittman and make Sam Ellinger beat you through the air. And I just don't think that's going to happen going into New England. Um, I think New England rolls in this spot. Rolling, rolling, rolling. Belichick keeps growing. Whipping that ass all day. Give me <laughs> the New England Patriots. I'm taking the Patriots, but I'm not singing that song. <laughs> uh, is that because you don't know the words? Uh, yeah. I can teach you just like the Eagles song. <laughs> yeah, all that's right. right. Buffalo Bills, 6-1 uh, and one against the Jets. This will be an interesting game. Buffalo is favored by 11 and a half. To me, seems pretty high for a road uh, interdivisional contest. Yeah, divisional contest. 46 and a half, the over-under, Richard. 
I know the Jets have some issues, and they lost probably their most dynamic player a couple of weeks ago uh, in Hall. But 11 and a half on the road against the division foe. What's your thoughts there? Yeah, um, 11 and a half, especially in the NFL, it's a lot. But it's not high enough against this Jets team. Um, I think Buffalo, they're going to go in there. They're going to cruise. They can get away with whatever they want. Um, and the Jets at quarterback, we saw the electric factory that is Zach Wilson in full display um, last week. So the Bills secondary, um, they're getting healthier um, and they're getting better. Uh, I think they, they roll the Jets in this spot. Rolling them, huh? Uh, what do you think, Mark? Is it a roll? I'm going Buffalo as well. Yeah, I think they win by two touchdowns. It's going to be a it's going to be a good game, but uh, it will start off good. But uh, forget about it. Unfortunately, I was helping for some uh, weather issues. I, I will tell you, I, I skipped the game. I'm not picking it in a pick six, even though as much as I like Buffalo, and they seem very uh, concentrated on that goal of one getting the number one seed and getting to the Super Bowl. So I do think they wear the Jets out, but I think it's a closer game than most will give it credit for until you get probably midway through the third quarter. And then Josh Allen takes over, and he, he finally wears them out and starts scoring some late touchdowns. So I will take the Bills laying the 11 and a half, but I don't feel comfortable about it. Yeah, Minnesota right. Vikings against the Washington Commanders. Heineke yeah. against Cousins coming home. I, I guess there's enough years past you can't call this a revenge game anymore for Cousins, but uh, he got paid pretty handsomely over the years by those Commanders. We got Minnesota by three and a half, so there's that damn hook again. Uh, 43 and a half is the over-under. Richard, any shot the Commanders flat out win this game? I think there's a very good shot that the Commanders um, win this game. I do think that they cover this game. Um, Minnesota, Kirk Cousins hasn't had that that famous um, Kirk Cousins game yet. Yeah, he might have had one, but it's coming. And Taylor Heineke, for some reason, they just get behind this Washington team. I also think that they're they're very fired up. Dan Snyder, um, nobody really likes him in Washington. He's gone. They're looking for new management uh, with Washington, and I think Washington does a good job um, in this game, slowing down Dalvin Cook uh, and Justin Jefferson, and then Kirk Cousins. Um, he's due for one of those those famous games. So give me the Commanders plus the points here. Commanders plus the points. Mark, what do you got? I think he's right. He's due for one of those games where he throws the ball and keeps getting throwing interceptions and giving it to the opposite team. So I'm going Vikings. <laughs> hey, you went a snap the head. Like, what was that? Uh, they traded for Hawkinson. That's an upgrade, especially blocking. That'll help Dalvin Cook quite a bit. The Commanders, uh, even though I took them last week, it was against the Colts and a rookie quarterback, and they were down six, 16 to 10 really almost to the very end. They probably had an equal shot to lose that game, to be honest. Now, Heineke, I do believe that they, everybody's in play when Heineke plays. Uh, McLaurin, like every every possible person that he can throw it to, I think Heineke's a better quarterback, but he's also prone to mistakes too. Long story short, Vikings win this one and barely cover. I think they win by four, five, six points, Ooh. somewhere in that range. Wow, we agree. We agree, that's trouble. That's not much. The Raiders. Here's the throw-up game in your mouth alert. Uh, they're two and five at Jacksonville. They're two and six. Somebody oh. had to be favored, so they figured why not be the Raiders with one and a half here, forty-seven and a half the over/under. Wow. Do we even care who wins this game, Richard? 
Um, we don't. All I know is that Josh McDaniels, Josh McDaniels, he isn't a head coach in the NFL. Um, the Raiders looked absolutely awful uh, last week, and the the towel's got to be thrown in at some point um, with that experiment. He just has never had success as a head coach in the NFL. Um, and the Jags, I think they're better than their record speaks. Um, they're giving me one and a half at home. Uh, give me the Jags in this game, but it's it's just an ugly one. It is. I had the golden rule a long time ago. Whenever the Jags are favored, never take them. I go against their yep. way. Now that they're not favored, I feel comfortable taking them at home with the one and a half if you even need it. I think they win uh, probably by seven to ten, honestly. Uh, wow. Raiders, Raiders are yep. a dumpster fire. I don't know that they know what they're doing anymore. I mean, they had Josh Jacobs rolling. They, they give him... He's got to score three touchdowns and run a buck sixty for them to win. I, I just don't think that's happening at Jacksonville this week. Jacksonville, they're at home. They're getting points. These two teams, need one of them want to win. So I'll take Jacksonville for the <laughs> accidental win. Yes, somebody got to go. <laughs> this just then, they tied. All right. That's right. Seattle Seahawks, uh, they're at Arizona Cardinals. Uh, Arizona's three and five. So this is a knockout game for the division, in my opinion. Arizona's two-and-a-half-point favorites in the road, or on, at home, excuse me, over under 48-and-a-half here. Uh, I'll just we'll roll Richard last year. I'll, I'll say this. I always like teams that are in desperation spots that need to win or they know they're done. And since Arizona's at home and they need to win or they're done, I'm going to go ahead and take Arizona and lay the two-and-a-half here. I do like the under in this game. I don't think points are going to come as easy as most people think here. Uh, so th that's where I'm going, Mark. Do you got a? I'm going to go there? Seattle. I think that uh, quarterback for the Cardinals is still too immature, and something's going to happen. He's going to get frustrated. Is so, he all at his coach? Probably. All right, can go play some video games. Yes. All right, what do you think, there, Richard? <laughs> um, like you said, desperation spot for the Cardinals here. Um, they did. They looked relatively okay last week, even though Call of Duty just dropped. For Kyler Murray, so <laughs> relatively speaking, with that, they looked better um, than the game showed. But I do like the Cardinals at home. They're very, very, very desperate, and that division um, it is up in the air. There are a lot of teams hanging around the same record. Um, but the Seahawks—they're surprising everybody. They look very, very, very good. But with D Hop back and that chemistry that they have already been showing, um, I, I like the Cardinals in this spot. So give me the two and a half at home. All right, good deal. Uh, Rams, talk about battle, a battle of the mediocre. Nobody expected these two teams to probably have this record. I knew Rams were probably going to step back uh, after the Super Bowl win. They lost a couple of key pieces, and the offensive line was decimated a bit. Well, then here comes the Tampa Bay Bucks, who has a decimated offensive line, a quarterback who's divorced or about to be. Doesn't seem to be any life on that side, and the defense all of a sudden has become a leaky sieve, where that used to be the one thing you could count on with the Bucks was their defense was going to hold teams in check. Now you got neither. So who's got to be favored? Well, they say Tampa Bay basically by the home field advantage plus the hook three and a half. Richard, this game to me was the toughest one to pick because I don't know who even wants to win anymore between these two teams. Um, this game to me was, it's my favorite game on the entire board. Um, I love the Bucks in this spot. I think they cover against the Rams. Um, if Tom Brady can get over uh, his, his ex-wife and actually play some football, I don't, I don't remember a team led by Tom Brady that has lost five out of their last six. It's actually unbelievable, and he's aging, um, and the world is seeing it. 
But I love the Bucks in this spot. I think they have a sour taste still in their mouth from the playoffs uh, against the Rams where the Rams came in and beat them. Um, so I, I still like the Bucks um, to cover this and to get a stronghold on the, the division that is the NFC South, which is so prominent and amazing. Yeah, it's amazing, all right. Uh, amazingly bad. Mark, what do you like? I'm going Tampa Bay. I think that uh, Tom Brady puts all the pieces together just enough to beat the Rams in cover. So, you know, we talked about kind of the, I guess some people call it ballsy, brazen, whatever you want to call it. I call it completely stupid. Rams are getting their ass whooped with two minutes left to go against 49ers, and they decided to still keep their starters in and basically almost ended exactly. Cooper Cup's friggin' season. And I'm still not sure. They say that the ankle injury isn't as bad, meaning that he's questionable to play. And I think they do get him in somehow, but he's not 100%. And that's their only weapon. That is their own. They have no running game. Uh, they're trying to kiss up and make up with Cam Akers. I'm not sure that that's going to work very well. And then on the other side, you have Mike Evans, you have Chris Godwin, you have Leonard Fournette, you have more healthy pieces. So I think that's going to matter in this game. And eventually, I think Tampa Bay finally finds a way to win this game. That half does scare me, though. I, but I'm going to go ahead and take the Bucks. Dang. So, yeah. I was hoping you are going to take the Rams. Here's the game that gets me a little bit uh -oh. confused. Kansas City's at home. Tennessee Titans. They're both 5-2. and two. I wasn't expecting to see a line of Kansas City 12.5, though. I was expecting to see Kansas City 8, 9, maybe 9.5. Over under a 44.5, which I think is incredibly low for this contest. But who do you got there, uh, oh. Richard? So uh, this pick, I am going to, to dedicate to my boss, Mr. Justin. Huge Titans fan. Oh, um, yeah. You can't stop talking about him. They're, they're going to win the Super Bowl, blah, blah, blah. Well, Justin, they get steamrolled in this spot. Um, they're not going to be able to... They're not going to be able to run the ball 50 times a game. Um, if They're going to have to have a lead, and Kansas City... It's just not going to let that happen. They know their game plan, especially if Ryan Tannehill does not play. You're giving me a rookie quarterback going into to Arrowhead Stadium on Sunday night football. Um, they did their best to mask him, and they could against the Texans. But against the Chiefs, there's no hiding. Um, and I, I love the Chiefs in this spot. So give me the, give me the Chiefs minus 12 and a half um, and another primetime stinker. So, <laughs> yeah. So, the big thing, and Mark will know, or you can confirm, I didn't have a check mark or anything by this game because I was trying to figure out if Tannehill was going to play because that kind of changes my mind a little. Yeah. I think Tennessee tries to run the ball, which is about all they can do, and that keeps the game close early. But if, if Tannehill doesn't play at all and they start the rookie, I think Kansas City just stacks the box and this game's over with by halftime. I think it's like a 24 to three or seven game at half and it gets worse from there so officially i'm gonna just be on the safe side i'll take kansas city just assuming that they can still do this even with Tannehill in the picture but especially if not i love it even more give me the chiefs mark uh, did you guys watch any of the chiefs games they can't stop the run no matter if they try to stop it or not they can't stop it tennessee wins this for fun what they win it outright i'm not you giving me 12 and a half points not gonna be able to do it come on they're not going to be able to stop the ball. It doesn't matter if there's a backup QB in. All he, all he has to do is hand it off. I, I have Chiefs never. Chiefs can't stop the run. 
I have never been more excited for a Monday <laughs> than to put this clip out about huh. the Tennessee Titans winning for fun. You and Justin would become best friends. <laughs> you might have just did that anyway. Oh, come oh, on. God. Outright win at Arrowhead on a Saturday night. I think the last team to do that was Joe Montana and the 49ers like 40 years well, ago. Well, mark it on your calendar. It's happening. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you're right. I'm marking something on that calendar. Good. There's All more right. things to come. Speaking of Monday, we do have a Monday night game. The Ravens are at the Saints here. Uh, five and three versus three and five. Is it going to be Dalton? Is it going to be Jameis Winston? Is it going to be Taysom friggin' Hill? New Orleans just got to decide on somebody and keep rolling with it. Baltimore two and a half point favorites on the road at the Dome, 48 and a half in what should be a better primetime game, but I'm not sure it's a quality primetime game. What do you think, Richard? Yeah, it's not a great primetime game, but this is a I despise you Saints bet for ruining Jameis Winston. Um, the guy had four <laughs> fractured vertebrae. He had four fractured vertebrae, and you're going to play him. You got to put that guy on IR, let him heal. And now you think you can roll uh, with Andy Dalton. And Alvin Kamara actually showed very, very, very um, what what Alvin Kamara really is after tra- all these trade talks with him, too. But I love the Ravens in this spot. I know it's hard to win in the Superdome. But the Ravens are a legit contender in the AFC. Um, and Lamar Jackson, uh, he showed what he's very much capable of last week. So give me the Ravens minus two and a half in this spot. All right, Mark. I'm going to go with the Ravens as well. I think the Saints are horrible. Playing at home, I don't care. Ravens win. Wow. I think there's something to prime time in the Dome still in New Orleans. I think they've got enough of their pieces to make things interesting. I'm going to go ahead and take New Orleans Saints. I'll take the two and a half, but I actually think this is an upset alert possibility where New Orleans could just win this game outright if, if they feature Kamara. Keep the game short because you know Baltimore wants to do that. Stay close. And I think the one thing that you you just tell me something since we're on this. And, Richard, I'll get your thoughts real quick since this is the last pick. I have yet to see Lamar Jackson under pressure come out with a win on a game. Like, give him the ball with a minute left, a timeout, and you have to score a touchdown to win. I have not seen a game of his like that. You give him a 20-point lead at half, he's awesome. You give him three quarters to run and do what he needs to do, he's awesome. But the moment you depend on him to have to throw the ball to win you a game, not so awesome. Great quarterback, great talent. I would like to have him on my team if I had above probably 16 to 20 other quarterbacks in the league. I'd rather have Lamar. But there's still about 10 quarterbacks I'd like to have above Lamar. Where you stand on that? I, I love Lamar. He's actually about... 10 minutes away played him in high school um this guy he's the real deal but there is a formula to stop this guy um i believe it was two years ago uh the dolphins showed it to the entire world when the ravens offense looked unstoppable a one in six dolphins on thursday night football at home against lamar you gotta pressure this guy the only way to beat him is to get to him early um and you have to contain him but to me Lamar Jackson, um, he yes, he is a top 10 quarterback in the NFL. Um, but when it comes to big moments, um, he still has to figure that all out. And this Ravens team, they are notorious for blowing leads. If you're if you if you want to be a top five quarterback in the NFL, um, you have to be able to to hold a, a two score lead in the fourth quarter. And they have been they have shown this year that 
Um, it's very hard for them to do that. So uh, until then, he's still top 10, and he's one of the best talents in the NFL just from a pure athletic uh, standpoint. But I, I still like the Ravens in this spot, and I like to Lamar uh, to get it done. Yeah, and I think New Orleans has the defensive pieces to do exactly what you mean. Uh, crush the pocket from the outside in so he doesn't get out on the edge, and every every down, just send somebody after him. Send the pressure. That's what you have to do. And that seems to be a winning formula, and I think New Orleans has the defensive pieces to do that. Now, whether the coaching pieces match up the uh, defensive pieces will be another story, but I'll give it a shot because New Orleans is still in the uh, thick for trying to win that division, so it's not yep. like they have nothing to play for at this point. Sweet. So are we talk you into coming over? No. To oh, okay. Just, all right. <laughs> I hope that wasn't what that was all about because that wasn't going to happen. <laughs> all right. Now it's time for uh, what everybody loves in America. It's the uh, pick six game. Yeah. That's where uh, everybody, Richard, myself, Mark, will pick six games on Sunday only. No Monday night game uh, against the NFL spread. I forget about Nick over there. He's quiet. He just won't He's be on quiet. TV. He just won't be on TV. Yeah. And and the. I didn't want to just jump in and uh, take over the podcast. So I forgot. <laughs> <you guys> <laughs> <that>. <laughs> All right. Well, well, we'll we'll go and see what we got here. Do you got a the update score? Or? What do you got first? For all of us, what you want first? Yeah, just go all of us. Just go what the standings are currently. Mm, Let me maybe know this one? one. There we go. There you are. Point spread, Shane. I got a nice little lead there. 31 and a half. Moneyline mark. Uh, there's the pros in the top two spots at 23. But of Average course. shows at 22. Now, the high risers, all fairness, had three weeks. But that's why they're and one doubled of them today. included Nick. So doubled that's today. why me and Richard are here to, to change it right now. We're going <laughs> to change destiny. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. We can so go over here go. and check out uh, how they're all doing comparatively. Yeah, there's our highest. Uh, GMOC did get six points and beat the pros. Uh, he was the only person to do both, beat both of us. Uh, Daniel Foster, which was an average Joe a couple of weeks ago, had five. Preston had two cracks at it. The best he could do is four. And then you see the rest of it there, Stephen, uh, at the Mendoza line with three, which used to be where Mark uh, hung out. Yeah, All right. not so this time. Let's see. Uh, since you're our guest, Richard, you can decide. Do you, you want to go first, second, or third in the pick order? Or fourth. Or, well, okay, we'll We'll give uh, One, Nick two, some shots. Are you even prepared to pick some teams? Listen, I'm always prepared, all right? All right, all right. I wake oh. up prepared, you know? <laughs> you have to relay his picks to me. I will. <laughs> I'll pick ones that you don't pick. How about that? He says he'll pick the ones you don't pick, all right? Because there's 12 games, right? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. well, <laughs> actually, there's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9 that qualify, 10 that qualify, 11 that qualify. No, so no Monday. 11 games that qualify. Okay. Go ahead and pick Monday again. That was fun. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, Richard, first, second, third, or fourth, I guess, in this case. Actually, you better go first, second, or third, because Nick ain't going to pick what you pick. I'll go first, just right. to right. really make him angry that I'm about to go 6-0. and Let me get the... Uh, <laughs> right, that you're about to go 6-0. and Let me I get love the it. software pulled up here. All right, so let me know when you're ready, Mark. I, I think I'm ready. All, All right. right, your first pick in our pick six, Richard, is what? Um, first game we talked about, Falcons plus three and a half. Too many question marks uh, around uh, this Chargers offense um, and the Falcons. They're just going to want to keep it away, run the football. That's what they do best. Hold on. Um, and I like them to keep this within a field goal. So Sorry. Falcons first pick. Atlanta plus three and a half. All right, go ahead. All right, second pick. Um, Miami Dolphins. I just. That's shock. I like. 
yeah, I, I, I like where the moves we've made. I like our offense is humming on all cylinders, and this defense is going to give Justin Fields a very, very, very difficult time. Um, and for the heck of it, you might see Tyree Kill out running back, Jalen Watt out running back. We can do whatever um, in this game if we can't throw it deep. So give me, give me Miami minus three and a half. All right, you got it. Dolphins minus three and a half. What do you got? Pick three. All right. So for the next one, I think we're all going to have, and it terrifies me, but it's such an obvious spot. New England minus five and a half. Um, I, it, it, it's just too obvious. you got a rookie quarterback. you got no Jonathan Taylor. And they just traded Naheem Hines, who's a very, very uh, quality backup running back. But I don't know what they're going to do. Um, and I don't know how they how they move the ball on this Bill Belichick-led uh, defense. So give me New England minus five and a half. I don't care who New England's quarterback is. <laughs> I hear you. All right, pick number four. Give me the Commandos the plus three and a half. All right. Yeah, I I love Taylor Heineke's special quarterback. He might not be the best quarterback, but that guy has his moments and can and can win football games. He he keeps a lot of these games close. Um, the Vikings. They're on their high horse right now, six and one, leading that division by a lot. Um, and I like the Commanders um, at home. No more Dan Snyder, monkey off the back. Um, give me the Commanders to cover this. All right, you got them. Uh, number five. Five. The Buffalo Bills minus eleven and a half. Um, Zach Wilson, Joe Flacco. I I don't care. Um, Buffalo. They look very, very, very good. Um, they're going to be able to do whatever they want on offense. They only have one division game so far played this year, um, and they're 0-1. So they need to to go out and win this game, and I think they do it by making a statement because they're the only team in the NFL um, without a division win and leading the division. So give me the Bills minus 11 and a half. All right, you got it. And your final one of the pick six. All right, this is my best bet. Um, give me the Giselle-led Buccaneers minus three and a half. <laughs> um, minus three I think I I think that that Tom Brady he's gonna find something here. Um, I I love this spot. Like you said it perfectly last week. I don't know what they were thinking leaving Cooper Cup out there. Um, he may play, but he's definitely not a hundred percent. And uh, Matthew Stafford and that offensive line. Uh, they did my boy Cam Akers dirty. The the offensive line can't can't pressure him. Vita Vey is going to be um, in the backfield every play. Shaq Barrett he's going to have his way. Todd Bowles is going to really have his way with um, this offensive line. So I love the Bucks minus three and a half best bet, and that is all of them. All right, well good deal. There's just picks uh, rolling into the main screen here. Uh, Nick, you you got you got anything? We might as well give you a shot at this one. All right. Hang on. Right. And we can't do Monday night, right? Can't do Monday night. No, sir. Right. Let me I see wish where this is going to pull up here. Okay, we're trying I mean, to pull if you need to do someone else, then... Uh... No, no. Go ahead. Hang on. No, don't oh, go are you ahead. Are you going to want to put his picks up? Trying to get his picks up, but they're not cooperating, Pa. No. Yeah, not. go ahead. Then just tell us your picks. All right, Nick. Go we'll ahead. Get the... We'll get them up there for you. All right. Uh, I'm going to go the Bengals. The Bengals, he says he likes them minus seven and a half. All right. I'm trying to see which ones Richie didn't do, honestly. No, that's all right. He did the Falcons and the Dolphins, so he did the Dolphins game. You want the Bears just to rib them? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I don't want to go against them because. 
Oh yeah, it three points, right? Because uh, honestly, workplace harassment. I think technically that is true too. But I, <laughs> I actually didn't want to. I didn't want to go with the. Uh, oh gosh. I wanted to go with the Rams, honestly. All right. Well, you can take the Rams. All right. It's gonna, gonna be, be some Rams plus three and a half. The high risers overall. All right. You know, give me Detroit. Uh, you're gonna take Detroit plus three and I a am. half. All right. I am. Hey, the Packers are reeling. I, I'm not going to say that that's impossible. That's for sure. I just would not shock me the way things are going today. How many got there? Three? You got three. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go Jaguars. He's going to go the Jags. I like the Jags. Plus one and a half with the Raiders coming to town. Two more left. He did not pick the Seattle. He did not. Arizona's favored by two and a half. You like some I'm Gino a, or you like some Murray? No, I, I I think all the Call of Duty play will get him focused and lined up with <laughs> his right. shot. And uh, I think, yeah, he's going to pull off. So you're taking Arizona. I'm taking Arizona. All right. And the last one? Try to get one here again, which did not do. You like Kansas City, right? Go against Justin? You like to lay those points? Yeah, yeah. Give me Kansas City. Kansas City Justin. minus 12 and a half. Just for that. Big old dump truck coming your way. All right, so there you go. Nick's official picks. Bengals minus seven and a half. Rams plus three and a half. Detroit plus three and a half. The Jags plus one and a half. Arizona laying two and a half. And Kansas City is laying that 12 and a half. So those are the Nick uh, Nick pick six. I almost just picked the Eagles. I know it doesn't count, but I almost just picked yeah, you the, can the take pick them. them you can take them minus the 13 and a half. Oh, look, an L. You got an L on that one. You didn't cover. All right. I still would take them. <laughs> You'd still, yeah, I wouldn't add it. All right, Mark, you ready for me? Uh, let's see if it will pop up. What is going on with the graphics all of a sudden? I messed up the flow super, here. I apologize. Super slow. Is it? We probably lost internet. No, we wouldn't. We, well, we, we still got, got, we we still got, got uh, Richard I here. I got so. internet here. All right. I was yeah. so hungover from the Eagles game last night that I just yeah. couldn't make it on time to the podcast. I apologize. <laughs> well, I'm, trying, I'm trying a little something here. Oh, my goodness. Let me take that out for a minute until yeah, you get it back say, up. So what well, you have time, though. I can, I can teach you the Eagles fight song if you want. Yeah, that'd be great. Time. Yeah, he's got time. All right, what's the first verse? <laughs> still won't come through. Is it Eagles Fly or something like that? It E-A-G. is. E-A-G. No, no, oh. that's for the end. E-A-G is the, the bring it home. Okay. So. All right. Well, I'm ready to type yours in. It's not going to show up, though, for whatever reason. It's, it's not going to show up? It's not coming through, no. All right. Either way, here's my pick six. Okay. You just have to lip read, all right? Give me the Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, minus three and a half. I think they wear out the Bears uh, trading for Jeff Wilson. And along with Mostert, that combo, even if it is a bit windy up there, uh, I think they got a better running game than the Bears overall. Uh, I like the Green Bay Packers. Oh, here it comes. Ah. You know, the Internet's just super slow. All right, so Miami minus three and a half. Give me the Green Bay Packers in a desperate play at three and a half. If they got any shot to make even a wild card berth, they need this one bad. I can't go to three and six and probably make it. Um, I like the Patriots. We talked about this before. Bilicek against a rookie quarterback in their first start. And in Foxborough, I think, is owing everything. Like, I don't think they've won a game with a rookie quarterback up there. Uh, so give me that one. Minnesota. Yeah, minus uh, five and a half for New England. I'm going to go ahead and take the Vikings and hope that Kirk Cousins doesn't have his throw-up game this week. Uh, for some reason... The Vikings have looked like a little bit different team offensively and defensively. Like, usually they choke away a lot of stuff, uh, and, and games at home especially. On the road, their one stinker was at the Eagles. So 
It wouldn't surprise me. That's that a good Heineke team, though. Did, it, it's a good it's team. It's a good team. It is a good team. And for a half, they played them well. Uh, but I'll take Minnesota. Arizona, we talked about desperation spots. Uh, they got to win this or they're out of the running, I think, in the uh, NFC West. They're laying two and a half at home, so a field goal will do. Thank you. And then I'm going to take the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, hoping that for some reason they got more healthy parts, a better offense, and in theory, a defense that's playing better as well or should be better on paper. I think they win by four to seven. So my wrap-up, Miami minus three and a half, Packers minus three and a half, New England minus five and a half, Vikings minus three and a half, Arizona minus two and a half, Tampa Bay minus three and a half. So you know what happens. I took all favorites, and it's going to suck. I hope, really I hope not. <laughs> Let me see if I can pull his up. If it takes a second to pull up, but while it's sitting there. Oh, look at that. Oh, there was Nick's picks. There oh. you go on the screen. Seven and a half for the, the Bengals, the Rams. He's got the Lions, the Jags, Arizona, and Casey. So that's all legit. Yeah, it's on It's on tape. It's it's on tape. Yeah, that's what they call it these days, old man. On tape. <laughs> All right, so you ready for the Marcellus's picks? Yeah, that's ready. It's already typed up and ready to go. No, there's no... Uh, All right, give your give your picks out. No, give it a minute. You know, it's got to... It's got to take a second to render. It's got to calculate, you know. See if they're worth it. As fast as I am. The anticipation is I know. killing me here. It is. They're like, oh. It's like, wh- where is what? it, old man? Is it coming? <laughs> what group of sucky <laughs> picks? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I don't know if it's coming just, up or not. Just go ahead and start. All right. So, is this Maybe me? it'll show up. All yes, right. You. I'm taking Cincinnati minus seven and a half. I'm taking the Packers at minus three and a half. I'm taking the Bills at minus 11 and a half. The Minnesota Vikings minus three and a half. The Los Angeles Rams minus three and a half. And the Tennessee Titans. Well, you mean you want three and a half or you want to give three and a half on that Rams? What are they? Rams are getting three and a half, but I'll definitely lay it to you if you. No, let me fix that. There you go. Mark's taking an alternate line. Yes. <laughs> maybe by maybe by typing something in. That ought to be plus five hundred. I don't think that's in the rules. I don't. I don't know. And then the Titans at minus twelve and a half. No, uh, Titans plus twelve and a half. There, Tiger. Okay. I know you're trying to suck up to Justin, but no need. They are heavy underdogs in that contest. <laughs> Today, Friday, <laughs> next week, two months from now, they will be heavy underdogs to the Chiefs. Oh, <laughs> that sucks. Mine didn't show up. All right. Mm. So recap those just to make sure we got you right. Or can you? Did yeah, you I can. Yeah, right. You want me to go back and try to stare at it again? Yeah. Who's your best one out of all? Well, I got to go find it that. again. All right. Well, who's my best bet? Yeah, best bet out of that. Mess. All right. My best bet's going to be the Titans. Best bet, the Titans. So there you go. What you think of that? <laughs> Laying 12 and a half, he says. All what right. you think of that? That's right. I think that's right. crazy. I can't wait till Monday. Yeah, that's right, when I got at least two points. I'm going to be that dumb animal, and uh, every time you think a line just seems weird, you should stay away from it because uh, Vegas and the odds makers in general know what they're doing. My best bet's going to be the Patriots minus five and a half. It's got to uh, be five and a half, so. Let me get to the Patriots. Give me the Patriots. We already know Richard's best bet. I was at the very end of his uh, run of best bets. And that was the Buccaneers laying the three and a half. Nick, out of all that mess, we didn't get your best bet. I'm going to go Cincinnati Bengals. Cincinnati Bengals laying the seven and a half, your best bet at home. All right, so there you go. That's the pick six game, everybody. We got any uh, promotions you want to run while we're at it? Uh, maybe if I if the graph is going to work, I, I can take it from you too. Okay, you yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, hang on, let me <laughs> let me pull the up the promo here. Of Nick with the promo. Yeah, let's see. Uh, where are we here? Right here. So continuing right, this weekend. Boom. There you go. There you go. Up. go so ahead for the World Series. You know, 
game game six, game seven, Saturday and Sunday, if if Sunday's needed, right? Right. So shouldn't be. We'll see. At least we'll Saturday. see what happens. I mean, you know, <laughs> they got Wheeler going tonight, and and best pitcher. Yeah, you're right. In my opinion, in the series is Wheeler, and then anything can happen to Game Seven, right? right? So bet up to fifty dollars and get fifty back, win or lose, right? So money yeah. line, point spread, whatever, or run line, whatever you want to do. And then uh, over under as well, right? Yeah, over if, as well. If you as just yeah. can't choose, you can go over under on the run line. Prop bets too, anything you want, anything you want on the game. All right, and so at least your odds on that bet got to be at least minus two fifty or greater, especially if you're parlaying it. And wager up to fifty, you lose or you'll get fifty percent of that back, whether you win or lose. Win or lose, yep. Yeah, so bet matter. fifty and you get twenty five back, regardless of the outcome of the game. I kind of like. It's that. like free money. It is like free money. Yeah, you're it's giving Nick's away money. money. I, it's Nick's money. He gives banged my head that morning. <laughs> He's giving out five hundred dollars, two fifty in Arkansas, two fifty in Tennessee. He's giving half your money back, whether you win or lose. And yeah. I think our friend here, Richie, is going to set up a pretty good odds boost for uh, for this. I forget the game, but I think he set up a pretty good odds boost for us, right? Correct. What do you got for an odds boost on that World Series? No, the ones that you guys were talking about earlier. Oh, the, the ones that we were talking about. Yeah, that yeah. You, had, you requested on the spot. I, I'm, I'm excited on the for this spot. one. All right. Oh. So, what do we think? Did any of us actually nail one pick, all three of us together? I'm looking. I know Richie and I like the New England one. Nick didn't touch that game. You didn't touch that game, did it? So, let's do a... Uh, can we do an odds? Let's do an odds boost. We'll be big dumb animals. What can we do on that New England game that makes sense? I think it should be Tennessee all the do, way. We can do an alternate spread, honestly, because everybody, everybody loves it. It's just too obvious of a spot, um, and they should steamroll. Uh, oh. An alternate spread. All right, so I got an idea. Let's just scrap that. You just gave it to me. Let's do the money line mark. Pull it out your ass, odds boost. <laughs> you can you can call it obviously something different. Yeah, I don't know if you, yeah, is, you, yeah. <laughs> you can go with like two Z's or however's gonna pass your your marketing uh, folks. But Tennessee to flat out just win the game Monday night. Let's do an odd money line mark odds boost. It already has to be like plus a thousand or something crazy. If it's not. What can you do? Double it? Is that a technical? Like, if they were plus 400, can you make an odds boost plus 800? Or how's that work? That's got to be talked to with Nick. Probably not, but we can we can make it juicy for people. We can we can definitely uh, get we, a we can name points. it something along like, the lines of get up to like, line Mark alternate universe. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I I don't know who, who's got Tennessee money line, but hey man, Justin, Justin we can does. get it a little juicy for for the people yeah. and whoever listens to this. You guys can just blame Mark when they get blown out. So, mm -hmm. All right, so that's what we're going to do. Or when uh, they win. Get in on the Betley app and see exactly how they label it and what your odds are going to be. But we're going to have the Moneyline Mark alternate universe odds boost on the Tennessee Titans. You might want to throw Justin's name there, in there. Right? The uh, <laughs> What do they call it when you just, like, you can't see straight? Plus 540 right now? That's good money. Is delusional? Five, is, is, is delusional the word you're looking for? Delusional odds boost. <laughs> The well, I can't wait yeah, Monday. We can do that as well. All right, so it's plus 540 right now. Look for it to be boosted even more if you're a Tennessee Titan believer and whoever their quarterback may be, take advantage of the money line mark. Odds no, 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 no,
There you go. You heard it first. Yeah, I'm Get on there. You. Make sure you mail all complaints to M. Pengraff. Yeah, if yeah. you lose money on it, you come back to Mark, and he'll he'll refund you. It's kind of yeah. like his own little promo. <laughs> <laughs> Up to $1. <laughs> Just come see the show live and uh, yeah, it's Mark. It's going to be over one penny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so there you go, everybody. We'd like to thank everybody for joining us today. Nick on the sidebar there uh, coming out after a meeting. Richard, it was great uh, having you on the show. Hope we can do it again sometime. It was a pleasure. Thank you, guys. All right, no problem. And for uh, us, keep in mind, we record every Monday and Friday here inside the Bentley Sportsbook. Inside Southland Casino and Hotel, stop by, say hi, hopefully get you on the show in December. If you want to be an average Joe, hit this guy up here as soon as he comes off his Monday high. That's right. Because um, anyway, it's going to be a good day for him oh, on Monday. You might want to wait for Tuesday to get a hold of Mark <laughs> and try to get on the show then. So we're glad you joined us. And uh, you think we got the exit out of here ready? Yeah, that's, yeah, it should be. All right, let's hit it. Go Birds. for listening to the Odds Brothers Podcast. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? Presented by the Bentley Sportsbook. Place your sports bets here from inside Southland Casino or from anywhere in Arkansas at southland.betley.com. Yeah, man, I'll tell you what, that dang old internet, man, you just go on there and point and click, 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 click. It's real easy, man. Be sure to follow the Odds Brothers Podcast on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, Google, and YouTube. Keep in mind, in Arkansas, you must be 21 or older and located in Arkansas to bet. Please play responsibly. For help quitting, call 1-800-522-4700.